What's going on, everyone? Good morning. Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast, episode 175. This morning, we're only 25 episodes away from number 200, gentlemen. That's going to be a blast. We'll have to figure something out special for that yeah, one. You, you say that like it's not that far away, but that's like half of a year. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much six, weeks. six months away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. It, it's yeah, it's longer than you do, man. <laughs> but as always, I'm your host, Ainsley Bowden, known as uh, Porsche Power, among other things. I've got Mr. Ty Guy Travis to my lucky. <laughs> I jumped the gun. There, yeah, you sure did. Hey, get, <laughs> get in there. Get in there. <laughs> uh, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, man. I've been working on a review this week, and it is gonna kill me. But that's okay. I'm chilling. <laughs> uh, how about you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing. I'm I know doing how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a long night. What is that? Yeah, had a long night. That is a kombucha. Kombucha. Tart. That's that's oh. a hangover cure. For Tart sure. cherry kombucha. That's what I'm drinking. God, is that with the the nasty slimy stuff on that? It's... It is. It oh. is. It's good for your body though. Yeah. Got I, I've got a say. detox, man. I've got a detox. So. Oh. <laughs> and Mr. Dan Rodriguez, you know him simply as D. We're gonna call you D seven. D seven. How you doing, man? Good. I'm I'm pretty awake. Did not drink last night. Feeling nice. pretty good. Don't need a kombucha. Yep. So. Smart, smarter move than me. That's for sure. Yeah, probably. I'm ready to talk some games. Let's let's do some stuff. Yeah, yeah man. I want you to know when I'm on other podcasts and I promote this one, I talk about how I do a show with like an industry vet, Ains, and then also some old guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I promote it. And yeah, it does good. Work. It's so People hit me up. Yeah. They're like, that's the best pitch for a show I've ever heard. Like, I'm going to watch that. It also retains my you know anonymity. So I'm that's I'm all right. about it, man. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Oregano Bay. Yeah. Oregano Bay. <laughs> you gotta change that here pretty soon. It's been on too long. Yeah, I was gonna say, usually you're yeah. you're on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So good morning, chat. Good morning, anyone listening. Um, yeah, no guests this week. We're rocking the three amigos style. Um, and we've got uh, we've got some good stuff to talk about. Actually, we got a uh, DC fandom. A lot of announcements yesterday. We got uh, new looks at Gotham Knights and Kill- and uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, along with some uh, some new movie trailers, which I think we'll touch on, even though we don't normally talk movies because Batman looks amazing. Um, we've also got uh, Nintendo. They debuted some new Animal Crossing content and their new expansion pack. And boy, do I have some words for them. We've got uh, Ubisoft has delayed uh, Ghost Recon Frontline. We'll talk about that. Some new details on Avowed from Mr. Jazz over at Windows Central, Battlefield, Halo Infinite, and of course, the Xbox Mini Fridge is coming yeah. soon. Yeah. So oh, I'm getting one tomorrow. <laughs> so before we get to all that, though, um, let's talk about what we've been playing because uh, we're in the heart of it. I know we talked about that last week, but I think for the rest of the year, we're going to be talking about being, you know, just a lot of different games. And I know between doing reviews, doing previews, um, early access, all these different things, right? We're going to be playing a lot of different games among the three of us. So this is this segment will probably expand a bit as we talk about more games. But um I, to catch up with you from last week, Travis, I've uh, been playing a lot of Metroid Dread this week. Nice. Uh, I'm actually pretty near the end. I've got, uh, I'm on the second to last Emmy at the moment. Nice. Um, so I, I really enjoy it. It's uh, it's a good game for sure. Um, I, I I would say I'm not as high on it as some of the reviewers who are in like the nine range for it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that high, um, but I do really like it. Uh, it's And it's, 
it's quite addicting. It's got that kind of, you really want to keep exploring and finding the next thing. So I find I have trouble putting it down. Um, it's that, uh, Metroidvania loop. That's yeah. Super it just keeps you going. Although do you, are you allowed to call it a Metroidvania if the game is Metroid? Like, isn't it, isn't it just a Metroid game? At that yeah, point? It's, yeah. it's a Metroidvania. I don't know if you know what that is, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> so I've been playing a lot of that and, uh, like I said, really enjoy it. Um, I'm pretty near the end. I, um, I, I will say, and this isn't a, a criticism on the game, but when you're used to playing the last couple games I've played on on like Xbox, right, have been um, Far Cry. I did the review for right, which is like native 4K, uh, HDR, Dolby Vision, you know, full surround sound and Atmos and everything. And then you go to your Switch and play Metroid Dread, which is like a, a 2D 1080p game, you know, with low res kind of backgrounds. I was like, oof. The, the the jump down is noticeable. I will say it does look a lot better on the the new OLED switch. I think it is 4K or it's at least like upresed. It's some it's some it's it's a better resolution. Okay. So, well, I, uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've played 100 percent docked, um, just oh, sitting God. on my screen. So yeah, you can imagine, right? Don't look good docked. No, right. Yeah. So so switch expanded the 77 inch OLED screen with yeah. 1080p. You know, like yeah, it's it's a little rough, it's but rough. The, the gameplay itself is very smooth, very, you know, it's solid, obviously. It's very polished. So, um, yeah, it's been good, man. I'm really enjoying nice. it. Nice. Yeah. So you're ahead of me now by a lot because I got a review uh, last earlier this week and have just not been able to. One you can talk about? I can, yeah. It's actually already out. So I got a, I got a code on Tuesday for all of the platforms it's on. So I'm playing it on. <laughs> I'm trying to play it a little bit on every platform so that I can, you know, talk about it. Uh, but it, it's a uh, it's it's the game uh, called the Rift Breaker. It's yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it is a like tower defense base building game with also like a bullet hell kind of component because you also involve yourself in mechanics. And then it's also got like survival resource gathering mechanics and that sort of stuff. So it's kind of a blend of all of these different genres. But I'm like 40 hours into it. This wow. game is a monster, dude. It is like like the menus will give you a heart attack if you try to take them in all at once like but i will say to the game to the game's credit it, it does a really good job of like tutorializing you for the first like eight hours like it's like it's like hey do this thing now do this thing they just they give you like these small bites and then after eight hours somebody else will walk into the room and look at you and go what are you doing like explain anything to me and you're like i can't i just need to keep going deeper like uh so i'm getting really close to the end but i'm actually supposed to have my first draft tomorrow and i don't know if i'm gonna make it because i think i have a good like 10 <laughs> hours of the game left like there's a there's at least like a finale and a couple more planets i need to do but um it's really good it's it's like it's one of those games where, where i can't really pull myself away from it because i'm like oh just one more thing like once i once i get this upgrade then i'll log off and you, and you just don't because there's yeah. always like the next thing that you have to do and, um I, I recommend it it's on game pass and uh, I mean, it's, it's story isn't good and it runs kind of poorly at times, uh, even on the series X or on my gaming PC, but, um, it, it's like, it's, they just got all of the different pieces of like the addictive survival tower defense loop. Right. And, it, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Nice. So I'm going to try to play another 10 hours today and maybe finish it in time. So yeah. <laughs> those embargo dates are killers man um especially yeah. for bigger games like that but i've heard good things about it yeah a couple a couple other people i talked to played on gay pass and uh they said it's it's really solid so far so it's good it's good 
Yeah, I'm probably ahead of them, but yeah, I'm I, sure I, we only got we only got the code two days, and like it's also one of those games. I don't know. You guys both have reviewed games, so you probably know this. Do you ever feel like you would have liked a game more if you didn't have to play it in, yes. on a review cycle? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like I'm at that point now where I'm like, this game's really good. I also have played 40 hours in four days. I want to die. And like, <laughs> yes. you know, like at a certain point you're like, I'm, is my opinion being colored by the fact that I played yeah. this at a not like a not good, like clip, not good pace to do this. Yep. Um, and so I'm trying my best to not do that. Cause I'm at the point now where I'm like, I am exhausted. Like I just want this game to be over. And, uh, but, but I, but when I look at it objectively and I think like, if I were playing this game over time, I would be, whoo, I, I would be, I would be going slower. To, yeah. to do a little bit more um but i'm but i'm actually kind of doing a completionist run by accident i also tend to do that during reviews i'm like all right travis you don't have forever like don't do everything and then like that part of my brain that it just takes over like, yeah yeah i need to do it though i gotta I got do the side quest so, i yeah, do the same thing do the same yeah. thing um death loop. problems <clears throat> death loop was the most recent one that killed me because they got those codes out so late and i yeah. wanted to hit the embargo and i played i told dan i played 26 hours in two days um like much. it yeah, it's just and the game's amazing, right? And I to your point, you have to critically look at it as if I was able to just sit down and play through this at my own pace, you know, that's how you have to look at it. And so I reviewed it very high. I think I gave it a nine. Um, but it uh got like by the time I got the review out and had finished the game, I was like, I can't really look at this game right now. Like I'll I'll come back and do the rest of my fun in it later, but I can't play it anymore. Yeah, I think I would probably <laughs> still I think I still would be playing Genshin Impact if I didn't review it. Because I loved that game, but I yeah. also had a week to review review it, and I played over a hundred hours in a week. <laughs> That's insane, man! In a That's week, too much. I was I was yeah. sleeping like two hours a night, and then being like, "All right, get back on Genshin. Don't don't eat food. Like this is just your life." <laughs> and when I was done, I was like, "That game was amazing. I give it a nine out of ten, which is my highest review for a, a, an IGN review I've done." And then and then I was like, "I'm never gonna play this game again." Yeah, like, I. I think of it and it just makes me sick because I had to review it. So yeah, you get burned out. Yeah. Good morning, guys. AKW Tao. Thank you, Nix. Steve, what's up, brother? Um, and yes, Steve calls out. Uh, by the way, when this show uploaded to YouTube, I mixed up apparently the AM PM. So the, the debut show is starting, you know, tonight. God. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we, should, we should do a show like that one night <laughs> just on Halloween. It. Let's do it. On a Halloween, Halloween show, we'll do a, a spooky because that isn't that on a Sunday. We could do yeah. like a spooky I, yeah, but I'm not. Spooky. I'm not gonna be home. I'm. I'm not Bro. home. On that yeah, of course. Unless, not. unless we, we, unless you want to do it like late at night. night. I'm I talking late. Okay. Graveyard shift. A graveyard podcast on Halloween. Graveyard podcast. We'll all wear costumes. I'll dress up as Spider Man. I'm not against this. I'm not against this. Fun, I actually have a Spider Man mask. I actually wore it. I looked similar to you, except three times your size. Because I wore it with a you know a collar shirt and a tie. I have a picture of it somewhere. Dan, okay. you don't know what size I am. How Big cast after dark. There size? you go. Yeah, I mean, trust me. What, what if you meet Maybe me in person times? and I'm like Slender Man? I'm like this thin, but I'm like six foot six. I'm just like, really long. You have no Maybe, idea, Dan. You are. No, I'm just yeah. talking girth. <laughs> Dan, Dan's one of those girth. that thinks that girth matters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100% does. Uh, see, if you were sitting in the same chair I am, you could probably see the chair. 
Me? No. <laughs> no so, Dan, I, I must say, it's it's actually impressive because everyone on the internet knows exactly what height I am, and they're right. Yeah, I, I have the body of John Stewart. I'm sorry. That's just I am. I'm exactly as tall as you think I am. I'm exactly that tall. I that used to, not to kid. It's too off track, but I had a friend back east before I moved who was seven foot one. And, oh and Chewbacca's skinny. height. That's Chewbacca's height. And actually. Master Chief's height, too. Um, nice. But skinny. But um, you don't really realize how tall that is until you're consistently next to someone that tall. No, like, sure. yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm 6'1", so I'm not short, right? But, yeah, he, he just dwarfed me. And it's just, like, unbelievable to see someone walking around like that. It's almost kind of creepy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they just they look so out of ordinary of everyone else. I have but. a friend like that too, and I'm like, is it cool being able to reach everything? He's like, yeah, not really worth the 20 years less of life expectancy. <laughs> but you know, it's it's nice. I'm like, those people live like not as long. Like it, it's yeah. kind of health it's issues. Them. Yeah, I guess they're you, a little stretched. Basketball in. player? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Um, no, he he actually raced cars. That's how I knew him. Um, and you know my old car, Dan, my E36, yeah. my smaller one. He had the same car. He had to put his rails for his seat back further so he could, and he would basically look out kind of the back window. It's crazy. That's insane, man. It's like he's driving from the back seat. Yeah, pretty much. Just take, yeah. just take out the driver's seat altogether. He just sits in the back seat and the <laughs> First word I hear on Big Cast Girth. There you go. We're waking you up, Let's right, Jordan? Go, Girth. Let's go, baby. Right, baby. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us this morning, guys. So we got a super chat from Tao right out of the gate, Dan. Let's yeah, man. Up. All right, the $10 super chat. Court of Owls or Court, Court of Owls, City of Owls, and Death of a Bat family are some of the best comics, in my opinion. Uh, up there with Planet Hulk, World War Hulk, and Civil War, the first series. Hope Gotham Knight does it justice. Thank yeah. you, buddy. Yeah, yeah Tal, thank you very much so for the support, Hush brother. Is a really good Batman comic. If you haven't read that, that's a, you should read that one. Yeah, I'm out of touch, but obviously, you guys, we're 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 getting ready to get into DC fandom here very briefly, uh, or mm-hmm. shortly, is what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more. And I was hoping you guys could carry me a little bit because I haven't been into comics since I was young, so you know, 60 years ago. So, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Dan, what you been playing, man? Anything good? I, I finished up Judgment finally. And nice, it was awesome. It lost was, Judgment, okay, better yeah, than the first one. Judgment. I, yeah, I think so. I think they, you know, they expanded on, you know, enough stuff. Uh, the story was really, really good. Uh, the side stuff was amazing, too. I mean, it just it was one of those games that it has so much and it throws so much at you. And but but it's all fun, you know, and it's not like, you know, and everything. It's not maybe not necessarily meaningful, but it's enjoyable. So, you know, I, I it's probably my game of the year right now. Just because nice. as, as much fun as I had with it. And that's not going to be for everybody for sure. But um, I'm a huge Yakuza fan. I think, uh, I just really hope there's a, it's a trilogy. I don't know if they ever, you know, I I, just, I need one more at least with Tak and <laughs> Kaito and everybody. Well, it so. sounded like, you know, when they announced the split between Yakuza and Judgment, it sounded like they were going to continue with Judgment, right? Yeah, because now I that's their... So, yeah their real-time kind of world yeah i mean that's 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 my that's my hope so hopefully uh i mean it's it's and when i compare it to the first one you know they added a few fighting styles a couple of them one of them actually which sucks just released it's a it's a boxing fighting style um it was a actually a dlc um and a couple other things but but it, it never it's as overwhelming as you want it to be like you can take on as much as you want or as little as you want 
um, depending on how powerful you want to be towards the end of the game. And it, it's challenging, which is which is fun to um, I don't know, man. I mean, I, it, I wasn't expecting it. I was actually kind of like, mm, we'll see how it goes. How many you know, hours like, got it? Shit. Uh, I would say 40 to 60, somewhere in there. You wow. Know? Big game. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. And I and there was a there's essentially like I said last week, there's like two games inside of the of this. There's your main game, and you have the school. How stories. girthy is it? It's pretty <laughs> you know, from a girth standpoint, <laughs> it's 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 up there. It's a, it's a nine out of ten on girth. So in judgment, um, a seven. You know, nice. Better than that. Sounds um, like it's better higher than a seven for you. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. Um, <clears throat> let me see what else I've been. Far Cry Six. That's the other one, and that's basically oh, nice. it. And okay. That's one. You know, that I think I was supposed to originally do the mm-hmm. review. Then yeah. you ended up doing it, and I'm super glad you did because <laughs> it's so much better. Than, like we were just talking about, to just be able to sit there and enjoy yeah. the game and yeah. not have to worry. I don't know how you got through all of that because there is so much. I did you know, thirty. And, and, I did thirty six hours in, like we were just talking about. How much? Five days, maybe. Something yeah, like that's that. insane. Yeah, I mean, so I have that, that was during in, the Halo flight too. You had the, it was. I was playing yeah. Halo in parallel. I'd play Halo when it was open, and then immediately go back to Far Cry. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. it's, it's a really good Far Cry game for sure, and I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, I think it's the best Far Cry game. I really do. You're probably I, I right. Know yet. I mean, I think so far. I mean, I'm not that far though. I mean, I think I got yeah, one yeah. of the three. Wait, wait, wait! Do you see the Esposito arc? I think I, that's what I need because he really hasn't been in it that much. Yeah. You know, he just kind of pops in every once in a while. But I've only done one. I'm done one with one section of the island, uh, one of the three or whatever it is that um, you start one of the, off. The rebel, the rebel groups. The rebels, well, yeah, the rebel yeah. groups. And then uh, I just started on the the legends. So oh, the rebels of '67. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're, they're, they're my fantastic. favorite. So those missions were my favorite of the three rebel groups. Yeah, they they yeah they're. 100% super yeah. fun. And it's just like the, some of the stuff, it's just so far cry because like, like I, I was shooting one guy and it, I don't know what I hit, but next thing I know, he's flying, you know, 70 feet in the air. And it, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know if it's a bug or a glitch or whatever it is, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's far and, cry. Yeah. It's far cry. And so I just, <laughs> I just assumed that that's part of the game, you know, like it, it's, you would never know. It's like, well, these, these guys are ragdolling, you know, a hundred meters in the air and, you know, landing yeah. on, you know, it's, it's, but yeah, it's just part of the game. So yeah. I've really enjoyed Absolutely. it so far. Yeah. It's, it's, I saw it's, a, uh, saw a clip on Twitter where a uh, guy was aiming at a helicopter with a rocket launcher and the helicopter got struck by lightning, mm-hmm. like in the weather system. And I've it literally that. caught on fire and just went down. And I was like, that's awesome. I, I like, saw that amazing. actually happen. I couldn't figure out what the hell just happened. I was like, I didn't shoot that thing. What the hell? And then I recorded it and I was like, oh, he got hit by lightning. This is fantastic. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's stuff like that. It's really, really good. Um, there's a few things. I'm not a humongous fan of the weapon system yet because, and the upgrade system, only because it's, there's a lot. There right? is. And there's a, there's a ton of it. And you're trying to find those, that perfect set of weapons to, you know, take care of any situation has been a little tough for me. Um, but I'm getting there. You know, like I find like a nice LMG and then, maybe like a bolt action rifle or something like that. And then yeah. I, I was trying to figure out how to hijack a tank. And I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So then I, oh, there's a Supremo backpack that will EMP yeah, something. Yeah. And there's yeah. also a, a gun that like one of the special guns, like yep. the flamethrower that will do that. I was like, well, that makes more sense. I thought I could just jump in there and <laughs> just rip the guy out like, a, you know, any other game, but 
no, it's 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 been really fun. The, the one thing I like about that is you can your, your whole arsenal is always at your disposal, and you can pause and switch your weapons at any yeah. time. So even like mid battle, you're like, shit, I need to switch to something else. You can do it, which mm -hmm. I really like. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's it's super fun. I've been eaten by sharks. I've been, you know, it's just, it's it's. There's an achievement for blowing for blowing a shark up. There's an achievement for it. Really? Like, like literally just shooting one with a rocket launcher. Oh, okay, I'll make sure I take care of that today. Robin, get the shark repellent. You guys are doing that. The old Batman. Yeah, the old show. old one. Yeah. yeah. Um, the oh, a couple things I recommend for people playing Far Cry is, and I I tweeted about this too. Find the impact driver. It's an LMG. That gun shoots at nearly 1,200 rounds a minute, and it it has a hundred round clip, and it literally will melt anything in that game. Uh, is it's it amazing. Super inaccurate. No, it's got no. a freaking ACOG scope on it, and it's oh, just wow. it's it's amazing. Uh, my, it became like my favorite weapon to use. Uh, the other thing, two more, is don't underestimate the pistols. There's a couple really good pistols in that game that because yeah, of their rate of fire them. and how fast you can move the, with it, you can just people it's off. like an mp5 or an mp7 or something it's this little submachine gun it's not it's a, it's a regular gun and i upgraded it this thing it's it, it feels like the vector from uh from division two where you just kind of walk up to somebody and like and like you rip, <laughs> yeah. the whole clip is gone in like two seconds yeah but it completely melts everybody and it's just a basic weapon you know and yeah. it's trying that's that's where i'm at now where i'm trying to kind of get you know that perfect loadout where i don't have to worry about it. now do these it's just up to four stars, right? The ratings on the weapons. Yes. Okay. So yeah. that's and that just basically gives you a little bit of a boost, I would say, right between your for your stats, like a, a, a one star gun and a, yeah, the, a one star gun and a three star gun, slightly better stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the, well, and the four star is most of the uniques are three or four stars. Like once you get it, I've put in my review. Once you get enough uniques, you kind of don't really mess around with the normal weapons anymore because there's there's oh, a unique for almost every situation. Um, uh, another hint is one of the resolver weapons, the ones you buy from Juan. Um, he has a like uh, uh, pile driver shooter, shoots like a harpoon shooter, basically. So it's kind of like a crossbow, but it shoots this giant bolt. Um, so it's silent, um, but you can kill almost any enemy in one hit from afar. So There's like, a gun too. that thing is awesome. Yeah. So, but no, I'm telling you, the pile one, like, you don't even need a sniper. It's like a sniper that's silent, um, but it, it does more damage than a normal sniper. And then lastly, I forget what I was going to say. Damn. Mm -hmm. Oh, Weapons. rocket launcher. So, you know, one of the tasks is destroying the uh, air base, um, the air cannons, anti-aircraft cannons. You, you don't even have to go in those bases unless you want the uranium, which you should get. But you can, like, one thing I got started doing is taking a helicopter up really high, flying over them. They start shooting you down. Jump out, pull your parachute. And just shoot a rocket down at it. And you can blow. <laughs> you can blow it up from midair every time, and then it's gone. And then you just Fantastic. put on your wingsuit and fly away. Um, I still so, get the wingsuit. Yeah, the wingsuit. You want rocket launchers, the wingsuit, and uh, there's one other thing. Like if you build the um, the huts at the camps, um, there's you can build two huts at each of the three camps. There's six total, and they um, they unlock like extra stuff for you. One of them, once you upgrade it, unlocks a whole bunch of new. Um, Ar not armory uh weapons and uh armor so you can get like all the sets so you like i have i have the set where i can like run really fast and i can stealth walk really fast and yeah it's really good. i saw you that... still playing it i was like ains finished the review and he locked back on and was playing that game yeah. so i was like he must really enjoy it yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm near like 45 hours in it now yeah the, the one me? thing okay go, oh, go ahead a couple comments real quick um 
Yeah, Walt says he bought it on my review. Thanks, Walt. Glad you're liking it, man. Appreciate that. Steve said he's not really into it. That's a shame, dude. Um, we'll have to talk more about that. Uh, Fonz in the house. What's up, Fonz? Um, he said he got the impact driver based on my recommendation. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, it's amazing. And Tau, sounds like grenade launcher towns. Gas power grenade launcher attachment, but with stakes. <laughs> Vault boy in the house. And Joe, always talking trophies. It's like almost like you run a show titled something trophy. Um, <laughs> I'm very close to the plaid Far Cry 6. Nice, dude. Well, you know, the, the one thing I miss, and I know they're in the game, but I haven't used them yet, are the bow and arrows. And that's always been like a signature Far Cry thing to me. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like, it, I, I messaged you about this, like the stealth part of it, I feel like I would have to try way harder to stealth it. Like I usually love that kind of mechanic. I usually love the stealth mechanic, but I, these guys are very, very perceptive. A lot of these yeah. enemies, and it's it's like if I were like really far away with like a really strong sniper rifle that was maybe silenced that was a little bit, maybe I could do it. But I just I, I there's so many of them, you know. And then they just start spawning out of the middle of nowhere, which drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> like sometimes you see them like parachuting down from a helicopter or something that's cool. But then sometimes you you know you wiped everybody out, and all of a sudden two red spots or three red spots pop up on your map, and you're like, "Where the hell did these guys come from? Were they sitting in the john? I mean, what you know, what the hell happened?" And they just you know, that's I don't understand that part of it. But you know, I really want to get a bow, and arrow, and try to do a really good stealth mission because I've always used that in every other Far Cry game, and I think that's the only thing I'm really missing. But I got, I got every, everything early. else is. Everything else is, I mean, yeah, it's there. I, I can go pick it up. I just chose not to because everything else is so effective. Yeah, you know, there's yeah, really true. no reason to. You also don't get any bonuses it. for doing it stealthily, which you used to do right. in other Far Cry games. If you cleared out like an outpost without alerting, right? You, you got extra like, yeah. points. You do. You do stuff. get extra. Um, it's not like the old ones, but when you clear a um, like if you capture a base, not not you, not the checkpoint alarms that right. No, if yeah, so if you clear a whole base and you are undetected and no alarms go off, you do get bonuses for each of those things. Oh, but it's well, again, it's it's minor. Yeah, yeah. I remember the other games. It was like a thing. Like it'd be, it would give you like a special. Like you got it, and like you know, you'd get some stuff. But I remember I I cleared out a, a place without alerting anyone, and I was just like, oh, that didn't that didn't yeah. seem to do anything. It kind yeah. of was just like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you did it that way. You, you <laughs> show off, you know. Yeah, you know, Fonz is right. Says so, you know, just put the amigos away. I put that I, in my review. It's hard for me because Chicharone is a freaking beast i love him so much i just got him yesterday and i i will go and battle to the ends of the earth for that chicken rooster whatever he is, <laughs> he is amazing and it was probably some of the most fun game i uh, gameplay i've had in a, in a little while you know when he just starts attacking like pots and fruit stands <laughs> he's and like chikarone like hates these pots you should yeah. too exactly it's it's fantastic uh -huh. so, yeah it's yeah, it's well. pretty funny um Steve said there's no character upgrade path. Yeah, they they basically turned the character upgrades and, and moved it into more customization with your weapons and your outfits. That's kind of yeah. where your gear sets come in now um, because there, there are some really good closing gear set bonuses, like I said. Like I have the... Yeah. I ha well, I have a ton of them now, but I, I usually use the movement set and then I just switch my shoes to the stealth shoes. So when I crouch walk, I'm basically like moving full speed and it's amazing. Like... Nice. To your point, Dan, about helping stealth, like I have silence SMGs and pistols, and then um, I use that set and I just like slide all through the bases. Like you're dead, you're dead, you're dead, and yeah, I have, I have to mess around with that. I basically I got that 
like Prime, you know, so anybody's playing it, if you have Prime Gaming, there's a bonus set you can pick up for free to add. To your I don't game. think I've gotten that. Yeah, it's, it's like you, you kind of, you dress kind of like a, a, a like vaquero, you know, it's got like the cowboy thing with like a bolt action rifle and a six shooter and a full set. You know, it's pretty good. Um, so I've just been using that. I haven't really delved too much into the other clothing options, I guess. I've seen them. I've got a bunch of them. But there's, them, a, there's a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. a ton of them. Now, yeah. now, do you get bonuses for having the whole set of something? Yeah. Like, is, there, is it like, okay. I, I, I kind of missed that point. Yeah. And you can you can equip the whole set with one button, which I like too. So it'll show you what how many of the five oh. you own. And then you can just hold X and it'll put all the pieces you own on. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. One more vault. thing. Going from like area to area sucks because every time, like I'll be driving and I'll be like following my marker on my path and I'll be like, yeah. hey, this is great. And I'll be like, hey, you're in this area. Yeah. And then the entire screen will just say, this is where you're at. You can you turn that off. Everything else. You can. Turn oh, you it can. Off. Yeah. So where where that is just oh my god because there's times where you're like yeah you're you're flying in in the suit and you you go over one yeah. area and then the other area then the other area and you're yep. just back and forth I'm just like oh my gosh yeah and and and, and yeah the, the mini map goes away so it was driving me crazy I'm like shit am I still yes. on the right road um, right. but there's... oh yeah I've done that a hundred times where I've yeah. driven like a mile past it because I'm like. <laughs> Um, there's a ton of UI options you can do. And one of them is, yeah, it says something like, um, region intro when you enter or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and Volboy, one last thing on Far Cry says the, uh, light machine gun that sets your enemies on fire is so much fun. Yeah. I think it's called like the firecracker or something, but it's a, it's an oh, that, LMG. It's the one from, uh, the Ubisoft connect. It's, it's like a four star LMG that lights you on fire. If you've got the okay. coins, you, it, it, it looks like a, it's like a. It's got like radio things on it. I don't care. It's like, I want to say high fire or something. Oh, okay. It. That's it's a different like one. Blue. Okay. I was thinking of a different one because I have an explosive LMG that shoots explosive rounds. And that thing is yeah, amazing. That's a like, snap crackle. I that's it. That. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So that one, like a helicopter chases you down, have more fun than a rocket launcher. Just unload that thing at it and you'll literally just blow things up. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. So, damn, we talked a lot of Far Cry. Um, Far Cry. Yeah, it's fun though, man. I, I like I said when fun. when I saw, I think it was VGC did their review and they gave it a four, and I'm like, come on, guys! Like this game is objectively not a four. Like that that's just that's <laughs> that's putting a number on a game just to cause controversy at that point because you don't like the direction it went. The game's not a four, right? They you gotta, you they got the clicks. Yeah, you can talk about how you don't like the direction Ubisoft or they didn't change enough or whatever your personal thoughts are on it. You can talk about that without giving the game a four. Like, come on. That's just, but Ains, that's... I can't even. With <laughs> <Far Cry 6>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. We're not even going to get into that one. Um, another game that's out that uh, lots of people are playing and it looks like the population is steadily going up both on game pass and uh, Twitch viewership is back for blood. Oh so, Yeah. Yeah, I played that too. I forgot to, I played that last night with my girlfriend. I got I forgot to mention that. Nice. No, let's go for it. So um, I've played I've played twice now with a group of four, and uh, we're almost finished. I think we're about to move to Act Two. It's longer game than I thought, like more missions than I thought. Um, but it's it's super smooth. It's a lot of fun. It's pure chaos as you would expect. Um, I don't know. I'm really enjoying it, man. Uh, we've been having a blast, a lot of laughs. Um, it's exactly kind of what I wanted out of the game. I didn't expect it to be some game of the year contender, right? But mm -hmm. it's exactly what I was hoping it would be. And in my opinion, another big kind of 
catch for um for uh, game pass yeah i really like it uh um i i haven't played it with a full group of group of four yet i need that's like my next step because i'm sure it's way more fun but i will say i'm i really like that uh voice chat is enabled by default across platforms too because it's a cross-platform game but if you just hop into a lobby people just be talking to you and uh we've we've actually kind of seen a a remerge like a like a resurgence of that uh happening in games i can't remember what the last one was too but there was another big multiplayer game where like you voice chat was enabled on by default and i was like surprised because you didn't really see that after halo 2 halo 3 you know when yeah, you get into the lobbies and it's just it's just it's just the wild west out there like people are just like <laughs> talking immediately um but you do in this game and it's kind of uh kind of refreshing yeah. I, th- I actually you know what? i think the last one was knockout city i think that's one where like you hop uh. into a lobby and people are just talking at you but I'm I'm glad to see it come back, honestly, because that's like a a special time in gaming history where we weren't afraid for for that, and now we have the technology to moderate. I don't know if you guys saw, but when you boot up Back for Blood, it tells you, "Hey, like we're recording everything you say in voice yeah. chat, and we will be using it to like moderate." And that's yeah, just, you have like, no choice. Nice. Like they're recording nice. you. Period. Yeah, it's a user agreement. Um, I I mean, probably a fair trade if we can get back to uh to the the age of um people talking freely in in voice chat because i'm also like i'm uh i'm guilty of it too like if if voice chat isn't enabled by default i won't talk to anybody yeah i don't i don't want to talk to a stranger i've met enough people in my life do i need to know anyone else um but yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh no i've been like that forever i i have those tendencies but unlike you dan i try to fight against them i try to no i don't I have reconnect with my fellow man on occasion. No, that is so overrated. Full <laughs> <laughs> circle. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, Steve asked what Kotaku rated Far Cry Six, and I don't, I don't see a review from them on like Open Critic or something. But that's neither here nor there. I was looking at review copy. Yeah, I don't know. Not worried about it, honestly. Uh, we're not going to talk about Kotaku after what happened this week. Good lord. Um. Gosh, I, I haven't blocked too, so I have no idea. I, long, long story short, they ran an article the day after Metroid Dread launched, basically saying, uh, this is illegal, but if that bothers you, don't read this, and talking about how you can emulate it on PC. Like, basically kind of, pro- not promoting, but it felt it like... It was promoting. Prom- yeah, it was like promoting it was emulation. like, hey, if you work for Nintendo, uh, nothing to see here. Anyway, guys. Now yeah, anyway, here. Emulate it yeah. illegally. And... Yeah. It got a lot of flack, which it rightfully should have. And the oh, new editor-in-chief, yeah, yeah, the new editor-in-chief who started in May or June or something, she came out and said that she was getting attacked because she's female and I think Latino ah. or minority. And everyone's like, no, like you're talking about emulating a new Nintendo game. Like, I mean, what are you doing? I didn't, I didn't even know who wrote it. I just yeah. read the article. I, went, that, we, this is a... This is a reprehensibly like uh, reckless thing to publish. Like we we literally like had this conversation on Cast Co-op this week. Is like, look, I, I would guarantee vast majority of people pissed off about this article don't even know who you are. <laughs> they don't even know you're the editor. They're concerned about the article. Like to to come out yeah. in your first editor in chief of a major outlet and and turn it into a uh, pull the you know the racism and sexism card is like come on like. Yeah, it's bad taste. Bad That's taste. Bad news. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why people are getting so upset about it, but I mean, that's fine. Whatever. I mean, I, I know, I know. Back in the night, you know, early nineties or late nineties, early two thousands, 
my entire freaking library was Napster, LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's fine. Well, you can sit here and throw stones, but easy, guys. You know, I mean, yeah, Kotaku sucks. I'm just going to come out and say that. They're terrible. They're a horrible, horrible Well, it's 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 not like I, I think so. I, I don't emulate games on principle. Oh, I never do. No, I'm going to support it. But uh, the people who do, I think the argument there is that like, you can there's some there's some games you can't access anymore or it's really not feasible to do it and this is different mm-hmm. this is a game that came yes. out this week sure. right it can't like and they published the article like two days after it came out and we've been waiting like 15 years for another metroid game and we finally made one and now they're like hey everybody steal this game <laughs> yeah. a day them. after it launched steal yeah. this game instead and make sure that we never get another metroid game again like it's yeah. just it's it's just really reckless yeah but uh, I, thought, I, thought, I thought metroid is selling like gangbusters though isn't it it is i mean we hope it is like yeah. well they, we'll, we'll they nintendo announced it's the best it's the best selling metroid game ever um okay. which that's we not saying kind of, a lot i'm sure no which we kind of figured it would be because the switch is just obviously ridiculous but mm-hmm. um i know it's millions of copies already they announced it last week i forget yeah, we, said we should have talked about this so you here's still the biggest idea don't give be... these people the time of day how about that when something like this happens ignore kotaku and move on that's it I'm sure Nintendo is already putting them on a blacklist because Nintendo is. Nintendo doesn't play around. Yeah, yeah, they they get real (laughs) aggressive with their. uh, They won't like you even if you like criticize a game. You give a good score. You know the the video that Kotaku created for that article. Nintendo took down like it. It was off of YouTube like two days later. Like they made a video on it too. Yeah. And Nintendo went right after him. It was taken down. (laughs) That's ballsy as hell. But you know what? Dude, we put. Wow. We had a video a couple years ago. Um, this is not a joke. Where we had four seconds, quite literally four seconds, of oh, Mario, Mario just running, like that was it, you know. And uh, it was like an hour long video about some other topic. Bert and I did. It was taken down in like a week, like copyright. Yeah. Boom. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> well, if you're on if you're on Nintendo's uh, email list, you know that they love to sue people they love it and <laughs> yes. they publish articles or press releases about how they successfully sued people they sure like do every month and they do that and they brag about it to be like yo we will sue you too if you try to mess with us that is yeah. their thing so yeah uh, yeah nintendo don't be messing around they also have the weirdest <laughs> embargoes i don't know if you've ever like like some like there was an embargo of a game where they're just like you can't show Bowser. It was like a Mario game. It was like you can't show <laughs> you cannot show Bowser in anything you do. And like Bowser's like in the opening cutscene of the game. Like he's like it's not like he's a secret reveal or anything. They're just like we don't want you to show Bowser. It's like why? I don't wow. understand the rules here. No, we are we are not big enough to get Nintendo games uh, early. That's like you know you they're they're very selective. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some funny comments here. So Steve said, Kotaku said uh, all outlets were doing a bad job covering Far Cry 6. They did. During a review event they weren't invited to. <laughs> uh, Timmy, what's up, dude? Good to see you this morning. Um, Tao and... Uh, ah, shit, I missed something else. Um, uh, Tao, thanks, brother. That's why we need sites like Season Gaming, LogNet, and IGN. With Travis at the helm. Come on, Travis, man. Why aren't you our EIC yet, man? IGN's a small publication. Come on, get to it. Yeah, I'm never going to do that. Although I will say <laughs> our our editorial staff is in pretty good hands. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with every decision they make, but I, uh, I'm yeah. not on the review side for sure. Dan Stapleton's a, a, a goat for sure. Yeah. Right. And I, I, too. Yeah. 
I, I completely agree. I think uh, we're we're way off topic right now, but I think I given I given IGM being the number one in the space, right, and and their wealth of responsibility and all the areas they are, like I think they really do do a good job. Sure, there's stuff I don't agree with, but that that's going to happen when you're that big. Um, so anyway, let's move on to more interesting topics like DC fandom, guys. Let's get to mm -hmm. it because I know Tao was rattling off uh, the comic stuff here so we got um we'll start with the games of course um so let's start with gotham knights which we haven't seen in a while obviously we knew it was coming in this event they teased it we got a nice new trailer like two and a half three minutes long um based on court of owls now you guys may have to help me here because i'm not well versed on the comic side of this um but in my opinion from what i saw of this game uh between the lead characters uh and the quarter valve set up the penguin looks to be very very cool mm -hmm. in the game i like the way he looked and was voiced this looks um this looks really good in my opinion man i'm i'm glad they're taking their time with it the release date is still just 2022 there's no date on it which is fine take your time um but i'm really liking what i'm seeing out of this game so far looks well oh, voice yeah. acted well animated the script and the story looks to be solid what do you guys think I'm excited, man. Like uh, those those Arkham games, I think was like a golden a golden era in gaming. Like mm. I remember when Arkham Asylum came out, I was just like, "Ooh!" Like, how are they gonna do ever gonna make a better hero game than this? And then they came out with Arkham City a couple years later, and it was like yeah. they did it. Madman <laughs> actually did it. Like it was just such a crazy period for all of us. And you know, Ar Arkham uh, Arkham Knight is a little uh, divisive because of the, the the Batmobile stuff, but I, I love that game. I think it, it probably gets a, a, a bad rap. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, this game looks awesome. I have every confidence in the studio and, uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm excited to get back into these games cause like they're so good at storytelling and the combat's awesome. Yeah. I, I couldn't, couldn't be more excited, but, uh, it's, it feels so far down the road for me that I, I spend like almost none of my time thinking about it. And then when it pops up, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super excited for that. And then it, it goes away immediately because it, it doesn't feel like a real game to me. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, this is like. This is the future. I don't even know if yeah. I'm going to be alive when this game comes out. <laughs> We've been hearing about this, and, you know, obviously the next one we'll talk about. We've been hearing about them for so long, to your point. But, um, uh, again, I'm, gl I'm glad they're not rushing it. Yeah, I, I think the Court of Owls is, like, the perfect story to tell because it's got a ton of drama. It's, like, steeped in lore. For those that don't know, the Court of Owls is, like, a secret society that, like, runs Gotham. They're, like, responsible for all the crazy crap that goes on in gotham and why there's all the the villains everywhere and and like half of the stuff that happens is because of this secret society that's been pulling the strings the whole time okay. um and w whenever they pop up inside like dc lore you know that some stuff's about to go down like some oh. some big conspiracy theories and that sort of stuff and so after the uh what i call the joker trilogy of yeah. uh of, of the like the uh the, the three games obviously not including the batman origins game because that game was ill-advised let's say um but yeah th th those three games i i think it's really hard to follow up because how can you how can you follow up to the batman joker like perfect telling of that relationship but uh if they're gonna do it it's a pretty good place to start gotta say yeah and i for someone like me um and i'm sure the comic guys probably appreciate it even more but for someone like me who's who's not tied too closely to this stuff you, you do kind of get tired of seeing the same old thing over and over again right whether it be the movies or the games it's like all right i know this feeling you know so when i saw gotham knights and it's like all right you've got four main protagonists right that aren't actually batman um and then now you've got this court of owls story who uh or which um i've heard from many people like yourself tau many others saying is amazing in the kind of the comics um sounds like it, it's great that they're 
I guess my point is it's great that they're branching out into the broader kind of lore and stories within these comics because it feels like there's so much to tell that they could tell. And yet they continually over the past couple of decades in these games just go back to the same thing over and over and over again um, because it's what's popular. But I if maybe the games are big enough now. The audience is big enough to where they can start to experiment with some broader topics, maybe. Yeah, I, th I think what they've discovered is that like all of all of all consumers of content are now nerds. Like the MCU would never have worked because, you know, in the past, because not everyone was a nerd, but now people are like, Ooh, now I want to see that side story of that other character and get into the expanded universe. And I'm like, wow, like everyone's a nerd now. Like I remember yeah. a time where only I wanted to like know what the side characters were going on and I had to read a comic to do it. Now they just make TV shows for that stuff. And yeah. so there's definitely more opportunities for that, but the other thing is, I, I actually don't think that the Arkham series has ever been super safe. Like, obviously, they've kept the Joker relationship with the Batman kind of kind of close, but they've expanded every game. You know, Arkham City was a huge departure from Asylum in terms of the way the game played and the semi-open world nature yeah. of it. Uh, and also the villain that they chose, uh, Hugo Strange, is like very underutilized. And then Arkham Knight as well, uh, they kind of didn't even really advertise that Joker was involved in it or, or in it at all and, and they kind of went a different direction but that game had a little like pacing story problems but I, i'm excited for this man Cor court of owls has i will say to your point of it being like original it has kind of recently appeared in a lot of batman uh content like it was on you know that the gotham show the court of owls is like a, a pretty big part of that and so I, I think it's probably some content that some people are familiar with who are in the mainstream but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that they're getting away from like traditional villains because the Court of Owls is like super underrated as like a a, a topic in, in the world of, of Batman. So nice. Damn, what do you think? Also, man? it'll give us a chance to clam on like those one percenters because they're 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 all one percenters, like well, top that's, hat, that's exactly top what hat Steve said here. people. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah very relatable. Yeah. yeah, so so I'm when I collected comic books, I, I was never really a big DC guy. It was probably 90, 10, you know, Marvel, the DC, but yeah. you know what I did collect, I know what the quarter of olives are. I don't know a whole lot like in depth about them, which might be good, you know, going into this and kind of getting something, you know, where, where I'm not surprised or where I am surprised, whereas as opposed to I, where I know every little thing about the background. So yeah, I'm excited about it. I love the trilogy. Uh, super fun um i really actually loved arkham knight uh it was a little bit bloated but um it was always fun the gameplay always brought me back to it and the only question i with this one is you know you've got these four other characters you don't actually have the big name you don't actually have batman right so you 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 know will that be enough to you know make this game sell you know to your point travis is the 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 mass the masses are they are they all the you know the nerds, as you call them. You know they are they are they going to make this game successful? You know, is it going to be enough? You know, you know because they do a good job telling stories. They 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 do a good job, and the and the characters I'm excited for the characters. You know, but you know they have to really. I, I want them to make them. They need to make them different enough. You know, between gameplay styles and how yeah, hopefully and, and stuff like that. You know, and and you know I can see where they're all going to be at least a little bit similar, but you know, it's going to probably come down to like the gadgets and, you know, maybe some of the fighting styles. Um, but I'm excited for it. I definitely am. I, any kind of comic book game, you know, I'm definitely going to give a look to um, a big fan of like the dark, you know, the dark night stuff. Uh, 
or the yeah the, the dark knight comic or the, the arc, dark no, no, i'm sorry the, the movies not the movies i really hate chris nolan but i do love those what movies. hey that, that is no, 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 no. no 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 we don't want to go on the 10 minute tangent <laughs> no we're good 10 minute no i can't stand that guy he's super self-absorbed that's all i'm gonna say about him regardless oh. i love the movies still i still love the movies it was great all right but you know i i'm not i'm just not a big dc guy i guess you know, so it, it, it's yeah, it's, but the Dark Knight trilogy. Come on, man. He, he's one of the best directors in the world. No, Hollywood. no, no, no that, yeah. that, I said they're great. Period. No, he's yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> did you guys see oh Tenet? I did. I watched it three times. Yeah, yeah. I still don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> Why did you watch no, it three times if he's because such a he's so director. self-absorbed that he can't just make a regular movie like, <laughs> a regular like him, movie. like when isn't Hardy's in like, like the Dark Knight, right? It was like the worst movie of all time. Inception's yeah. amazing. What are you talking? Are, did no. you just say Inception's bad? Oh, god. Damn, I'm killing it. me, dude. I are, I'm the, already hung over. I don't need to be punched in the face at the same time. Ames, so. you let this guy review games. Yep. You respect his away opinion enough those. for him to write his opinion down and give a score. Well, okay, this well, is see, what like, we're working Joe with. Joe liked Tenet, so, I mean, you know, there you go. Mr. Bad Tech. I'm not saying Tenet is a masterpiece, but come on. Agreed. You're going to pick on that guy as the guy who... Come on, man! No, come it, it, that, it comes. It, no, listen. I'm not. His talent, I think, is fantastic. I think he's a he's a self absorbed piece of garbage. That's what I think of him. <laughs> you can you can be self absorbed without being That's a piece of being garbage. British. No, he's called British. It's called pretty British. They have uh, to be a little hilarious. absorbed. It's part but, of their culture. Okay? This is correct. This is correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, Def Lloyd, what's up, man? Good to see you. Memento is fire. 100% true. Oh, Memento The dude has barely made a bad movie. Like, everything he makes. Come well, on. I, I like the Batman. The, the, the Dark Knight trilogy was fantastic. The Prestige? Prestige? Come on, so good. You know, I don't think I've seen that one. Vault oh, Boy said, I didn't care for Inception. I got your back, bro. <laughs> for yeah. Dan. Thanks, Ben. No, it's, it's, listen, listen you, you can make movies, and they can make sense. You know, or you can just make these movies that are and people are like, oh man, that's mind blowing. No, it's really not. It's really stupid. Just... Have you guys ever seen American Vandal? No, the, the show on Netflix. There's like this scene where one guy's like, oh, I didn't really, I didn't really understand Inception, and then the other guy goes, you don't get it. Dreams have layers, and that's what this <laughs> conversation reminds me of. <laughs> Gosh, oh my god! All right, I told you this would get us off track. Um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. I mean, yeah. What, what, um, we're excited. We're excited. Yeah, we're excited, excited for Gotham Knights. Looks. Good. I'm probably more excited for the next one though. Okay. Yeah, we'll get that. to it. Let's get the super chat first from our brother Mo. Ah, happy Sunday, brothers. Wish I could stay, but happy to quickly <laughs> gander at your sexy faces. Cheers to everyone. Uh, heart. P.S. Metro Dread. <laughs> Fucking rules. All right. Oh, I should have said that. <laughs> F-kin, fickin, fickin rules. rules. Uh, thanks, Mo. Uh, thanks, Mo. Good to see you this morning, as always. Uh, yes, me, Mo, Elu, Joe, Bad Bit have all been playing Metroid, and we're like all pretty much at the same spot. So we've been kind of talking each other through it as we play. It's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's yes. cool. Um, all right. The next one is the one everyone, I mean, Gotham Knights, we've kind of seen at least some of prior, uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. We knew was coming, but we hadn't actually yes. seen it. So they gave us a full three minute story trailer, a lot of aspects to the game. Um, we saw, uh, you know, you saw obviously the Suicide Squad and the kind of the core story there, which people I think even myself like are familiar with, but then you mm -hmm. see, you know, the Flash and, and Superman and uh, the evil and um, Penguins even in this one too. He does a little cameo at the end, uh, kind of yes. funny, but this is, um, this one, again, 
I, I don't have a huge opinion on the comics because I don't know it well enough. But from when you look at this trailer from just the uh, animations, the kind of the way the characters look, um, the writing, like it just feels feels really good, right? It looks to have everything you would expect out of this game. And it looks like it's going to be just an absolute blast to play. And of course, we know that Rocksteady has been working on this for a very long time. Um, and they've Rocksteady is a proven developer, right? I mean, we were just talking about how good the Arkham games are. So true, um, but yeah. they haven't made a shooter that I know of. No, no, they're this they're going out of their box. Yeah, they're yeah. Going out so of their I'm, box, I'm but... interested to see how that goes because yeah, that, like they are to your point. Like uh, they're probably one of the top ten developers, and they they like like we were saying about uh, Christopher Nolan, they haven't really done anything bad. Like all the all their work is really good. But uh, yeah. I'm I I am curious to see how this translates because Ains, you and I as connoisseurs of shooters, we have pretty high <laughs> standards, and sure. it, not every not every developer can make shooters. I mean. There's some developers that are even not like Naughty Dog is like a top studio, not great at shooters. Like, I mean, look at all their games, like the shooting mechanics aren't really what you come for. Right. Like, yeah. And so that, that, that would be my concern with this one is, you know, rhythm based uh, action kind of beat em up versus shooter is a pretty big pull. So I'd be interested to see how um, how they've developed it. And like, like you said, they've, they've been taking their time. So I'm sure it's great. And I'm, but I, I bet you. They had to do a lot of hiring for this game because that could be what's taken so long, right? I mean, they've been yeah. working on this for years. Um, yeah, and in fact, they didn't even show it for like three years. Yeah, but I think total development time now has to be up in four or five, um, and there's still no release date. This is also just 2022. Sometime they call year. that a Halo development cycle. <laughs> and look how good those mechanics are. So right, <laughs> uh, fast dread. Good to see you guys this morning. Good morning. Um, Dan, what did you think about this one? You said you were excited for it. You were waiting to see this. Yeah, did did think, it kind of hit your hit your expectations? Right. I, I think I think it'll be. I, don't know, I, I we still haven't really seen a whole lot. Of, you know, if any gameplay, have we? It's, it's just I, I like the setting a little bit more. Like if I'm going, you know, I'm like I said, I'm kind of a mainline DC fan where it's like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know, mostly that kind of stuff. So, but with the Suicide Squad, I think there were just more interesting characters. Like they're so different from each other, these four even. And I think, you know, we I, I like to see where this pans out from from a story perspective, at least. Um, Gotham Knights, I think, will probably be better as far as gameplay, but you know, this is rock steady, right? So I mean, also an amazing uh, developer. So I, I don't know. I this one, I think I'll be a day one purchase. Gotham Knights is gonna be one of those where I'm just like, let's see. What see. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you on um, on the I, I think I was excited for this game the second I heard the title because Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is a perfect name for a video game. Like it's perfect <laughs> in so many ways. Like it, it, may, it I know exactly what I'm going to do in the game. Right. It's going to be about killing the Justice League. <laughs> it has it has the classic like Suicide Squad, like sassiness and like, you know, degaff nature of that uh, that uh, brand and it, it just like it hits on so many levels it's so, so absurd right it's yeah. like so oh absurd. we're just gonna go kill the justice league yeah, yeah. kill the justice league it's cool yeah. and it it's also fun. something i've been wanting to do for a while like killing superman is like i dream of killing superman in real life <laughs> um so i'm very excited to kill superman <laughs> i hope the game is just me killing superman five times I, i'll feel bad if they make me kill batman and wonder woman a little bit green lantern especially if it's the john stewart one but if, if when i kill superman that's just ooh. 
Ooh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself a safe checkpoint before that happens and play that a few times because <laughs> Dan's Superman gonna picture sucks. Superman as Christopher Nolan and he's just gonna yeah. go count on him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a inception joke somewhere with your dreams and your you know, you know what you're having in there. So. Oh. oh my god, Neo, good to see you this morning, brother. Um, hope you're doing well. Who else we got in here? HTK Peter, good morning, man. Um, but yeah, man, I think this is going to be really fun. So did they mention one thing I want to ask you guys that I didn't catch or maybe I missed because I didn't watch Fandom Live. I kind of caught up afterwards. Um, is this co-op as well? Like like Gotham Knights, I, I think you it. can play co-op, right? Like with the yeah, characters. I think this is. I think this okay. Is. It seems like it's setting up that way anyway. You would assume so because it's got the four characters. But I don't, I don't want to just assume that you can play four-player co-op. I was, you know, we'll see. If anyone knows in the chat, let me know. But uh, I was curious the, about the that. bad guy in this one is uh, Brainiac, right? Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the bad guy. So I'm I'm wondering how much of the the title is real, like Killing the Justice League. I hope I hope it is, but yeah, it, it seems like we actually have a real. Yeah, you know, said Superman yeah. must use Travis's car to beat an enemy senseless. <laughs> <laughs> he has a uh, Superman. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Neo, Travis isn't a car guy. He used his Oh no! Come on, man. Just because I have an electric car. Um, the uh, it, it it is. I just googled it. It's it is a co-op. Uh, Sweet. Cooperative multiplayer, Excellent. four player, uh, and when solo, players can switch between characters that well. And That's awesome. Like I love that you have that option. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Good. Amazing. Sounds great. That's. I mean. But outside, we also remember we have Midnight Suns coming next year, too. So, I mean, we, Dan, if you remember like three years ago when me, you, and Bert were doing the show and we were seeing, we were talking about Avengers on one show. I actually remember this like in my head. We were talking about Avengers and the movie, mm -hmm. um, not the game, <laughs> the movie and how well it was doing. And I think we were all talking about it's only a matter of time until uh we really start to see that same hit like in hollywood come to games right they really start yeah. to expand all these comic ips and franchises and stories and everything you can bring they're going to really start to to hit big in gaming and three years later here we are where you're starting to see it right the developers had needed their time but the ips are there spider-man's obviously huge you got midnight suns you got these yep. two games um they're just they're starting to come now and i think this is going to be an ongoing thing into the future yep I think, I think, yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you miss a little bit, Avengers. Um, sometimes, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm actually a little bit interested in this Guardians of the Galaxy game. I, I, I really Me thought, too. I was, I was like, the more I see of it, the more I'm like, hey, this could be okay, you know. So, um, surprised people. I don't even know if I can. I don't know if I can say if people are playing or not. But we got a friend that we all know who is playing it right now, um, mm -hmm. and has been complimentary. That's what I'll say. Nice, good, nice. Right. Yeah. So I mean, That's I mean, cool. yeah, you've got. There's so many potential IPs. That's the thing, you know. Like when I when I said I'm more of a mainline DC guy, there's but there's also like, you know, some of the more obscure, but like Sandman, you know, they're getting a, it's getting a series I think on HBO or something, you know. So you know that could make a decent game maybe, you know. Like Lobo is one of my favorite comic book characters mm. of all time, and I think he would be amazing in a game, you know. That's you know solely about him because he's got so many different layers and he's you know kind of insane so yeah you know there, there's there's a lot of stuff that you know potentially could be you know some really really good ips it's just giving those characters kind of the respect and the time you know they deserve in the development cycle to produce yeah. something good you know and not rush it out or make it you know some kind of weird 
card game or whatever the heck yeah. that Marvel one is. I, I have no interest in it whatsoever. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will um, say, I, th- I think the reason the superhero games weren't a thing sooner is because the thing with uh, licensed games is they were so bad in the past because it's true. A studio would either try to do them themselves or they would get like not the right fit for it and, and the game would just come out uh, half baked. And I think now we're yeah. in this this period where uh, the right developers are getting the right IPs and making awesome. And given the games. time, right? They're not given under some time, movie yeah. tie-in embargo like they used to be. Yeah, the, well, the one thing I hope is that uh, <laughs> this doesn't become the whole games industry. Like, me too. Like, like it did with movies. Because, you yeah, know, like the superhero movies are like 90% of movies that come out, I feel like, are, are just superhero movies. And I would yeah. really like to see uh, not that. Like, I don't think I don't think we're really at risk of that happening, but I, I really... Uh, I don't want I don't want all of my favorite developers to be working on superhero games where I'm like, Agreed. all right, I'm playing as another I think you got a better game. chance of you know it becoming more Fortnite-ish or any kind of you know game that you have to pay eight million dollars you know, just to get your free to play monetization. Yeah, more, yeah, either, yeah either. but I mean superhero like games could have that model too. Yeah, look what yeah, Avengers did after yeah, it went on Game Pass. Yeah, you could be Avengers <laughs> from here on out. Next thing is going to be the hey, Avengers League, campaign you know? was was great. I think you guys are being a little. It was all right. Uh, I've heard it's good. I haven't played it. Yeah, I can't. You should I just can't. play the campaign and never play the online. Honestly, that, that's what I did. I played on a campaign, and then they were like, "Would you like to play online now?" And I was like, "Nope, bye." <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. yeah, I was like, "I'm good. I'm not going to do that." But yeah, the campaign's great. Yeah, even the, um, even the little short ones, the Hawkeye and Kate Bishop and. Black Panther stuff has all been really good yeah. too. So. Black Panther, I hear, is really good. I haven't gone back yeah. to do that, but I've, it's, it's, everything it's I've actually seen is awesome. A good time. I mean, it's not something that you're going to go, wow, yeah, you know. Yeah. And the, and you know the gatekeeping of some of these, you know, skins and and emotes and stuff like that is a little harsh, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, one more note on on Guardians because Tal said he's going to wait on uh, on us. Actually, we are doing something for the first time uh, at SG where we have a guest reviewer reviewing guardians for us so we will have a review on it uh maybe by the embargo date but it's going to be someone that doesn't typically write for sg but you know you know the person like i said so it's going to be pretty cool what does a guest reviewer mean um basically he's not a formal contributor on the site um but he's playing guardians now and uh i talked to him you know he asked if he could actually review it and write it up for the site so it'll be a full review like season gaming review but he's just not normally someone who writes for the site Hmm. yeah so Sounds like he's a contributor now. <laughs> well, we talked about that, so um, we'll see. Uh, real quick, we don't normally talk movies, but Batman, guys. Batman. This looks so damn good. So real quick, I and I know Dan and I have talked about this before. I'm not a big MCU guy. I don't really care for those movies that much. I know I'm in the vast really? minority, so yeah, you can yeah, beat me up true. all you want. Um, you but I just... <laughs> I really prefer... Um, the more serious takes, the darker takes on uh, comic movies. I just do. Um, probably because I love horror movies. That's just what I prefer to watch. Um, this Batman, um, is it Ben Reeves? I forget the guy's name now. Uh, Matt. The, the, Matt Reeves, thank you, the director. Um, so this Batman, it obviously kind of a retake. Um, you know, it, it looks really dark. They came out and said it's going to be nearly three hours long. And that Riddler, obviously the main antagonist, is going to play almost a role like a jigsaw type character, um, in the way that Played they're by approaching. Jim Carrey as well. <laughs> um, mm. 
man. And I, the two trailers, obviously we had the one several months ago, whenever that was. And then uh, the, the new one that came out yesterday shows a lot of uh, who I presume to be Catwoman um, or a take on Catwoman. Um, it just looks, this just looks like, it looks incredible to me. I think this has potential to be my favorite comic movie yet, uh, personally. Um, Cast though. The what? Pattinson. Well, so I was going to ask you guys that because when they Ooh. first announced him, like what two years ago, right? He was going to yeah. be this. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, the Twilight guy is going to be Batman." That's stupid. And I was like, "Well, give him a chance. You know, let's see what he does." For sure, yeah. he should get a chance. Um, yeah, he, sure. he was intended too. So, but yeah. I also have a, <laughs> I also have a chance to be skeptical. Uh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, just, absolutely. Um, but I don't know the, the the serious scenes where they've shown him so far as Batman, and and obviously we're talking about like thirty seconds of footage. But um, I don't know, man. It looks damn good to me. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know if you guys are as hyped for this as I am, um, but I think it looks absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait. Colin Farrell's Penguin. Was that him in the choice. car? Was that the Penguin? Choice. Yeah, that's Penguin. Uh, Andy Andy Circus Andy Circus the CGI guy who plays like Snoke and Gollum is playing uh, Alfred, which I find interesting. That's yeah, the uh, Alfred looks yeah. Alfred, uh, you're never gonna top Michael Caine. I mean, let's just put that out there. Michael Caine, hard to top, but I, I think it'll probably different a different take. Andy of course, of course. Talented actor. Just... Um, and then Jeffrey Wright, the guy from um, Westworld, who's like the assistant dude, the black guy, the beard. He's um, Gordon, uh, James Gordon, yeah, Commissioner Gordon. So, yeah, the, the casting's uh, interesting. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love I, him I, as Gordon, by the way. He's oh, a perfect. perfect, a great actor. Perfect, actor's. yeah. Like, yeah. I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, dude, he should have been in all the movies. Like, yeah, perfect casting. Uh, so, yeah, um, we'll we'll see what we'll see what, what it does. But I agree. I'm I uh, the trailer they showed, I was uh, encouraged. Dude, I've watched it three times. I'm not even a comic book guy. I'm like, oh my god, like it gets me so hyped up. And don't even talk like the scene in the first trailer when I think we all love when he beats the crap out of the dude. He says, I'm vengeance. Like, yeah, that gets me jumping out of my seat. Like, yeah, for it's sure. Awesome. It's awesome. So do you like Saw since you compared it to Saw? I like some of the Saws. They obviously got a little ridiculous. But first yeah. Saw movie, unironically, yeah. is a good movie. It is. I, 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 and I, and I think people I think it gets a bad rap because uh, it of the ridiculous proliferation of it went too crazy and the sad thing is the only reason that happened i don't know if you know this saw this is i'm pretty sure this is true you can double check me but saw is the highest grossing horror series of all time and they shot it they shot the first movie in like two days on like a ten thousand dollar budget and the guys who wrote it are the two dudes in the room that are chained up like they were just like we're just gonna make a movie and then it like (laughs) You know, ten thousand dollars blew up into this huge movie. Actually, you might be interested in other things. Go for it. The Saw movies followed the Fast and Furious model. Stop it! Which Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious is our new boyfriend dungeon. Like you have to bring it up in every every episode. I will bring it up in every episode. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, But anyway, I I just thought the you know little connection there. Yeah, no, we're fine. We're fine. Saw five is better than any Fast and Furious movie um incorrect <laughs> incredibly incorrect in fact saw five versus fast five no contest shut out victory for fast five please please uh, but by, by the way def lloyd makes a good point here and he's, he's right is people uh, going back to the topic at hand on batman and, and robert pattinson as people said the same thing when they cast nolan's joker when when they first announced uh heath ledger as joker people were like heath ledger's gonna be joker like 
True. We, we know how that ended up. One hundred percent true. I yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. Too I mean, fast. Too furious, Travis. <laughs> that is 100% also correct. Um, and also, I think you should highlight uh, Luke's. Ains loves Fast and Furious. He told me. Boom. Oh, yeah. No, he's good. Luke's not welcome here. Um, yeah. I'm going to highlight that. I think he's right. I think, I think it's a secret love. I think you're as, as Joe, as Joe said at the start of the show, Luke sucks. That's yeah. just a fact. Um, what was I, I going to say? Last show, but I agree. <laughs> Dan, um, Batman, yeah. movie. Where are yeah. you at on this? I like it. Looks good. <laughs> I didn't even know that was Penguin. I was like, who the hell is this guy? I thought he was like some kind of gangster guy. It's a he lot of makeup for Colin Farrell. It's a yeah. lot of makeup. I could not tell that was Colin Farrell. So, but yeah, it looks it looks good. It looks dark. It's kind of got like the the new Joker vibes, you know, with the new Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. It's 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 seems more down to earth to me, you know, like more gritty realistic less see that's why fantastic. i like it that's yeah you know i mean it. you know it, it's it's so yeah it could be amazing you know i have no idea i'm going to see it 100 percent. so um we'll see man i mean why don't, was, why don't we hit that one up together yeah we can do that i'll come over yeah, it'll be the first movie back up. to the since since covid That'd be i'll all take right. my uh my horse and Back buggy over yeah. to uh, bring, the yeah. Yeah, bring the carriage. Yeah, bring the carriage. By the way, Mark has the comment of the day. I should just leave this up. Uh, we're just going to leave this here for the rest of the show. Very true. Yeah. Very true. All right. No, that's yeah. incredibly wrong. <laughs> incredibly wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> Mark, come on the show so I can annihilate you publicly. <laughs> Please come on the show and I hey, will hey, make you cry hey, on camera. Hey, calm I down. Will, In the end, we're all family. We're all family yeah, here. It's true. It's true, but not not all blood is family. As I we don't like how Fast and Furious has infiltrated Big Cass. I'm not happy. I love it. I think we should change it to Bit Fast is the name of the podcast now. Oh, man. You know, Man. in all seriousness, that would make a funny shirt for us to make. Wouldn't it? Big That'd be like an inside joke car, shirt yeah, for Big Cast. Yeah, we may have Please. to do that. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, there's a couple other things. Obviously, DC fandom, uh, Peacemaker TV series. You know, John Cena still playing that role. He was great in Suicide Squad. So uh, that'll be cool. But um, if there's anything else, is there anything else from DC and fandom you guys want to touch on? Or can I go to rant about Nintendo? I want to touch on all of the stuff I saw at DC. Fandom. <laughs> it was a very good year for them. DC, in all seriousness, it feels like DC kind of got flack for the way they've handled some movies, rightfully so. Um, for sure, for sure. It looked, it looks like uh, they're trying to turn that corner, right, and make DC something special. Again. Yeah, the show yeah. was entirely and too long. I'm just I, I, I actually, I actually think DC's uh, problem in the past has been trying to emulate what Marvel did with the MCU, and I think the reason they're being successful now is because they're going the opposite direction. They're like doing their own thing. They're like, yeah. MCU can have like the bright eyed, like, you know, team uh, movies. They're the group, group comes together and inspires eight year olds. Yeah. And then, and then uh, the, the DC universe has found uh, success doing the opposite with like super depressing uh, yes. Joker movie. And now we're now talking this, this Riddler movie. And I, I think both can exist and, and both yeah. can be good. I, I don't think, uh, you know, uh, tights wearing spandex justice league saving the day is really ever going to compete with marvel just because marvel has better characters and in, in my humble opinion always has so mm. 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 aside from batman i mean B batman and, and mm. the black green lantern are really the only heroes i can 
get on board with on DC. Mm. So just letting you keep digging. Who else they got? I'm sure. I'm not arguing with you because I don't know, but I'm sure you're pissing someone off right now. I mean, I don't know. I I definitely, I definitely am, but I'm also. (laughs) Oh man. All right. So (laughs) let's move over to Nintendo. Um, This week we got a uh, animal crossing direct. I don't know why we need all these individual directs, but um, they showed Mm -hmm. off this happy home paradise expansion for animal crossing, which obviously a gigantic game, right? Worldwide. Um, Tens of millions of players. And, um, (laughs) <laughs> Luke just said ties are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tal said, no, you're kind of right. Um, so there you go. See? I mean, I um, love Batman. Like, my love is unrivaled Batman, but, like, I, I don't dig super deep into, like, all the characters. <laughs> um, so Nintendo, long story short, comes out. They, they show this Animal Crossing expansion, which I think for Animal Crossing fans, I saw a lot of people excited. So that's great. Um, but then they come out and say that uh, the prior thing we showed of Nintendo 64 titles, select titles, a few Genesis titles, and this expansion for a game is going to be locked behind an expansion for Nintendo Online, um, which is a completely different pricing structure. So, so wait, wait, hold on. Wait, before you could go, I thought. So the Animal Crossing DLC is what you're saying is locked behind the. Seventy four ninety. Okay. Yes. Yes. So Nintendo Online is currently twenty dollars annually, individually, or thirty five dollars for the family membership, as Dan knows all too well. Um, so to get the access to these Genesis and then sixty four games in this Animal Crossing expansion, you now have to get the expansion pack with your Nintendo Online service, which is going from nineteen ninety nine individually to forty nine ninety nine individually, or from thirty four ninety nine to eighty dollars for a family annually. There's no other upgrades that you get with this service. It's literally on their site. You get Genesis, Nintendo 64, Animal Crossing expansion. As of now, anyway. They may expand, obviously, in the future. Um, Can you buy the Animal Crossing DLC separate from this? Or is it 100% locked behind it? It doesn't seem like it. I don't know if we have an answer to that. I, I I went on the site itself, like Nintendo's site, when I put up the information, and it literally has a picture showing it as part of the expansion only. There's no yeah. pricing model for, for it outside of that. So I understand why people are mad at this. Yeah, I was going to say you're you typically have a more and I don't mean this in a bad way, but more typically moderate def- view. Yeah, uh, yeah, more moderate, more defending view of Nintendo. Whereas this is to me again, I don't care because this doesn't impact me personally. Right. But this is just bad. Come on. So this is, this is Nintendo at yes, its worst. Yes, it's bad in the way they announced it. My thing is, I think it's probably too soon to tell. And I think their real problem was their messaging because my sense is based on this, we now have an expansion locked behind a subscription service. I think that this is Game Pass. I think that they're this is them doing that because they're already showing games that are going to come to it. They've got one exclusive expansion that's going to come to it. I think that what they're saying is, hey, our service of selling you just, just access to online games, which they, they don't have a ton of online games to begin with, is now uh, going to kind of emulate the Game Pass model or the PlayStation Now or whatever hey, it is called. Travis, game- real quick, $25 if you buy it separately. You can buy it separately for $25. You can buy Animal Crossing separately. Yeah, the, Great. the DLC. So yeah, so there you okay, go. Okay, so then, that, that's then, not then as for bad. Sure, Happy Home Paradise sure. DLC is available as an individual purchase for 
Yeah, okay, so I, I think you, I think what and I bet I bet you on the Nintendo 64 and Sega games it's the same. You can either repurchase them or you can pay for this expansion pass upgrade that gives you streaming access to them, right? Or or downloading it and then but you don't own yeah. it. So I I just think really their problem was messaging because if they said, "Hey, in addition to continuing to sell you the online service, we're adding this new service that is like a Game Pass like service." People would have been like, Oh, that's really smart, Nintendo. You're offering us a little weak right now, but that's smart. But the way that they sold it is we're increasing prices and here's some weird stuff you're getting out of it. Um, and, and Nintendo said a long time ago, hey, what you're paying for online service, this is a temporary price because we know the service isn't really built yet, right? Like you're getting into basically a beta. They, they messaged that. So there was always an expectation that the online service was going to increase in price. But I really think their issue here has nothing to do with what they're offering. I think it's the way that they pitched it. The pitch was terrible. Pitch was terrible. So that, that's that's my personal opinion. I think time will tell, but I this doesn't strike me as something that is even that weird. It just seems like they're just selling Game Pass. So the fact that um, you did find that, Dan, so thank you. Um, I, I've quickly calmed down a little bit um, because to your point, as long as you can still buy all the content separately like you can on Game Pass, right? I, I hate that stupid argument of you're renting games nothing's changed it's literally not buy, buy it if you buy it wanna, and you get a discount you, it, yeah. you get a right. discount anyway um but so if that's the case that's not too bad as you just right rightfully said travis for this type of price increase the offering's weak like i don't know who would pay i mean unless you're a diehard nintendo guy i don't know who's paying 80 dollars up you know more than double what you're paying today to get access to games that are 25 years old and an expansion yeah. is crazy to me um 80 is for the family though i don't think yes people are doing that, 80 for the family okay so 50 dollars, yeah. which is still more than double because it's 20 right now oh yeah no i'm telling you the the value prop isn't there and the messaging is terrible but i really don't i yeah. don't see this as being like that radical or like crazy no table. now now that i know you can buy it separately i'm not as bad on it well, and i think well, you're right so this then what twenty the forty nine ninety nine for individual? You yes. you get the you get the expansion pass. Is this yes. is it like Game Pass where like if you don't get it next year and you cancel your subscription, you no longer have access yes. to that DLC? Probably. Okay, so yeah. so to <clears throat> take away that expansion pass, and you're paying thirty dollars more an individual. You know what I mean? Like you don't that, that's that's an insane price. Like even the the, the price is like bad, you, but my. I think I think the messaging was really off because I would imagine they're going to be adding tons of stuff to this and be like, hey, and if you're on expansion pass, you're also going to get this bundled in. And then people are going to down the road be like, oh, expansion pass is just game pass, but more expensive. Yeah. It's... And you get and you get less, but but you get Nintendo <laughs> products. So, you know, it's I mean, you, you can wrap this up in a bow and, you know, ship it to me and, you know, and this beautiful woman could come to my door and say, hey, look at this. This is what you get. Ah, this is <laughs> It doesn't matter. Could you still deliver me a box of crap? That's Actually, the, you know, know the messaging. It is it is cheaper than Game Pass because that's an annual price, fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, it's much cheaper than Game Way Pass, cheaper. but but yeah. the, like Fatboy just said in the comment is, I don't play Animal Crossing, so what you're offering? Like realistically, there's right. not a lot of people I don't think today realistically sitting around playing Genesis and Nintendo sixty four games, right? No. Um, you're looking at what you're offering for an online service, and if you're if your only offering is an expansion for a game, you have to own separately anyway. Because remember, yeah, this doesn't give you crazy. this doesn't give you access to the game. Um, I think I think they thought that the Animal Crossing expansion pass was going to be like a major hook, like oh, this is going to bring in a bunch of people, and it probably yeah. will. But I I I sort of went over like a wet fart with me. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> especially you could buy it separately. Like, why wouldn't you just do that? So, yeah. but but I'll say this: what if expansion pass comes out and there's like ten and sixty four games you you want to play, 
and they all cost 10 bucks on their online store, right? Yes. You have to rebuy them. And they're saying, or you could just pay 50 bucks and you're going to get online and you get this Animal Crossing expansion pass you might get. And you get some Sega games if you at all enjoy Sega and, and all that stuff, right? So they've, they've, got, they've got all of that. And then they're adding stuff to it over the months and years and breath of the wild 2 gets announced and they go that's going to be on expansion pass as well then i can see it starting to snowball and people looking back on this and being like actually yeah this was a pretty a good deal they just messaged it like uh really well, poorly. That's, so that's the key really like what's the what's the content in the future what, what what else am i getting this year is it just animal crossing or is it, is it going to be one of those things where they again you know go amiibo style and it's like you can have this you know in the in this this cool dlc oh, yeah. for Breath of the Wild too, but you have to have, you know, it just like, I mean, it's kind, of, kind of like the perks, you know, for what Xbox does, but those are, you know, generally not something that, you know, is the, yeah, this is substantial. Like ex it's exclusionary. You know? Like they, yes. so I actually right. talked about this in my, um, my uh, Legend of Zelda review, Skyward Sword. They, you know how Nintendo games are a little backwards in terms of their like functionality, like no. they have stuff that feels it's from like the 80s or 90s and you're like why is this in the game yeah i always assumed it was just because they they made an artistic choice to not do stuff like that like having static save points and stuff like that like oh it's just a an artistic decision or they it was like a technological limitation and then you find out that in skyward sword you have the ability to immediately travel between the ground <laughs> and the sky at any point without finding a way station to do it but you need the amiibo to do it. Yeah. So it's like they had the ability to make the game less annoying, and they were like, "Well, we're gonna lock it behind a toy you have to buy." And I was just like, "Wow, that is horrible!" Terrible. Like it's yeah. like yeah, it, it, it's the opposite of the uh, Xbox perks thing where you get something extra. This is like they take away a crucial right. feature that makes the game uh, way less uh, irritating. It sucks. Yeah, that's yeah. I just. Again, I feel like every couple of months we talk about some type of decision Nintendo's made that just feels wrong in today's market. Um, and I don't know why that is because they're figuring it, it out, man. There, there, there's it's two like, arguments. Yeah. <laughs> there's two arguments to be made. It's like you're being more successful than ever, right? As are Xbox and PlayStation. They all three of them are. Um, so why are you continuing these crappy practices? But then of course the counter argument directly to that is they're doing the crappy practices and they're more successful than ever. So, you know, again, if you're, if you're those guys way up high, not paying attention to our echo chamber and just looking at the financials, you, you're just saying, keep doing what you're doing. It's good. So are, yeah. are they, are they, are you still have to use Bluetooth and like your phone to talk to people on yeah. Nintendo? On Nothing else has that's, changed. That's what's that's funny. Okay, that's what's so, funny about it. All right. Great. Yeah. I, I, th I think they have a lot of catching up to do with the online thing, but I, I, I don't think that you this think? is. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously they do. But uh, I, I don't think that this is a crappy practice. I think they're offering a product, but they're not saying this hey, one. No, buy it. This yeah, one, they're no. just they're just saying, hey, here's a product. It's probably overpriced. It has way <laughs> too little content at the uh, out the gate. But Game Pass, I don't know if you guys uh, had it when that was first new. It didn't have a ton either. It started yeah. it started as sort of a scrappy project with not a lot of stuff. It had like all the xbox games most of them on the 360 it was like hey backwards compatibilities here and you don't have to go get your disc but then it became massive where now you've got like back for blood coming out and this game yeah. rift breaker that i'm about to go play for 10 hours after this podcast so <laughs> um yeah i i think i think give them a chance is what i say don't buy it right now if you don't want it and then give them a chance and see if, it, if they can prove the value to you yeah i really hope that um yeah, I don't know. I really hope that they do expand it to your point and make it that type of service. I wouldn't mind 
subscribing to something on Nintendo if there was something of value there, but they're online. It's just so poor. Um, it really is. I think they're just, running the servers on a potato. That's what uh, Tao said. They have a Win95 in the back end. Like, yeah, they're, for they're sure. So out of date. Um, it's just yeah. hilarious. So anyway. They're still figuring out the internet. And you know, people forget PlayStation was in that boat not too long ago. I don't know if you guys remember, PlayStation 3 didn't even have an online store until like the end. They like added a way to download games. They were way on the PlayStation yeah. store. They were so behind and they caught up really fast. So maybe Nintendo could do it too. Um, yeah, basically the 360 for years fed PlayStation their launch and PlayStation had to catch up. Um, yep. so it is what it is. All right. Enough on that. Let's talk about another semi-disaster here. Uh, although that wasn't a disaster now that we've we've gotten to the bottom of it. But Ubisoft has delayed their open or their closed beta test for Frontline, Ghost Recon Frontline, which is announced a couple weeks ago, was this uh, Ghost Recon Battle Royale shooter. Oh, that one. The weird, that, oh, quirky one? Yes. That yeah, yeah. as of, I, I looked a few days ago, but it's about four times as many downvotes as upvotes on mm -hmm. their on their video, I mean, it's very, very clear that few people wanted this um, out of Ubisoft and out of Ghost Recon in particular. And so we we talked on cast this week at length, so I don't want to stay too long on this, but it's like, it feels like Ubisoft, there's almost like two Ubisofts. You have the Ubisoft who created Immortals last year, which was a fantastic new IP. Um, a lot of people seem to love that game. You have the Ubisoft that uh, creating Riders Republic, who kind of took their learnings from Steep, and you know, which really wasn't too big, but Riders Republic mm -hmm. seems like it's going to be a, you know, at least a bigger game. Obviously, not a huge IP or anything, but uh, a lot more expansive experience for people, and kind of creating these new experiences. They've created all, you know, every game is next gen ready or current gen ready now, and you know, all these kind of good things. But then you have the Ubisoft that's like losing their way completely, and they come out with Tom Clancy's X Defiant, which nobody really asked for or wanted and now you've got this frontline debut which apparently nobody wants at all and now you're just pissing people off um and it just seems really strange that they're not they don't seem to understand where their community and where their fans lie and what they really want it feels like they're trying to chase trends um rather than create kind of experiences that the fans want yeah it's very odd. I, uh, look it up man i thought I frontline was like a flea and tick thing you know, so it yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. Well, that yeah, too. All I mean, I, I I forgot they announced this, and so you know, I looked at the 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 uh, doc. I was just like, "What the hell is Ghost Recon?" I was like, "Oh, they just announced this game. Oh, it's already delayed. All right, indefinitely. I, uh, There's no date. Oh, yeah, just get rid of it. Like you've got enough of this garbage. You know, it's not just garbage. You know, Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> it's good battle rounds. There are some, yeah. I mean, I don't play them, but yeah, there's some out there. You know, I I, I, I just don't understand. You, you want Fall Guys keep... is a battle royale, technical. Yeah, it's I like play Fall Guys. It's pretty fun. But yeah, you know, I love you. Too. Yeah, that's about all I can say about it. I mean, I don't know. You know, <laughs> just, just slap Tom Clancy's name on it and we call it good. Tetris, you know? Tetris ninety nine. Tom Clancy's Tetris. Classic. You know, classic that's... battle royale. <laughs> right. you guys anyway. ever played that game Tetris ninety nine? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great game. It is. Um, I I I think. Um, this might be, obviously, it might be that they they made a stinker and, and that nobody wanted it and, and and they sort of know it and that's why they're doing it. That's that's definitely possible. But I think this is probably a case of the internet doing this thing that's so rare. It so rarely does this, right? Where it overreacts before it has all the information. Uh, and I think uh, until you play the game, 
you don't know really if you like it until you've seen a lot of it and played it and gotten your hands on it. And I think that there might be some overreacting and prejudging here. And I, I try not to judge a game until I've played it uh, personally, but um, I wish them the best. I hope their game's good. I don't have a lot of stake because I've played a lot of battle royales and a Tom Clancy battle royale doesn't particularly appeal to me, but I'll give it a try. You know, I'll give it a chance. I, 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 I think, um, you know, I, I hate the mob as you guys know, I hate, I hate the internet mob. It's uh, out here trying to crush developers dreams. Like they worked on this game. They probably think it's good. Give them a chance. That's what I say. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm half and half there. Like, I agree with you that there shouldn't pile on, right? That's the problem with the whole downvote thing. Is like once that trend starts, everyone piles on, right? Ratio, uh, ratio. Yeah, and then you've got, yeah. to your point, developers. There's probably some really talented people working on this game. It may even have some really good ideas that we're not aware of yet. Again, it could be messaging. It could be the way they presented this. They, they. I think I said before what they should have done is maybe do like a 15 or 20-minute presentation <clears throat> to say here's where we're taking ghost recon next uh and here's why we think it'll be a unique experience or why we think it does justice to the ghost recon name right um because ghost recon is a at least used to be it used to command some respect it used to mean a certain thing in games and it feels like tom clancy's name is now just being thrown around on a lot of ubisoft projects because remember you've got you've got x defiant which didn't seem to hit very well You've got now this Ghost Recon uh, frontline, and you've got um, you still have Siege out there, which is obviously huge. But now you've got this offshoot of Siege with Extraction, which again seemed to get just beat up on when that was debuted too. So you've got three more Tom Clancy games coming, none of which have really been popular with the just open community so far. They've had successes though. Siege is huge. Uh, the uh, the the division. I mean, division's good. Fun. Wild Wildlands was very positive. Yeah, I, I don't know how to agree with the Wildlands one, but uh, Wildlands, yeah, break breakpoint people didn't like. Wildlands was generally Wild, well regarded. I, yeah, I, I know it was well regarded. I just I played that game and I was like, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I think they've they've the Tom Clancy brand is still pretty strong. I think maybe the problem is that the Tom Clancy brand they ex, the Tom Clancy players expect a certain type of game. And it's really not the over-the-top, quirky battle royale type game that that they were shown. And no, maybe it's supposed to be maybe, based more maybe, on realism, right? Yeah, maybe they didn't know their audience as well or something. But it didn't it didn't really feel like Tom Clancy himself made this game, guys. Which is really what we're going for, right? We want Tom Clancy <laughs> make yeah. all these games. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's, yeah. You know. yeah, He's rolling around in his grave seeing these yeah, games. He's like what? Yeah. I don't like battle I mean, royale. I used to be a huge Tom Clancy fan of his books. Then I think it was without remorse was like the last one I read, and I was like, he's getting he's getting old. You read that? Yeah, I used to. I didn't know. <laughs> Back when I was young and had eyes that could see had I didn't have to sit here with readers. But yeah, I mean do you have reader do you have reading glasses now? Real? I, I don't, but I can use them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know I would benefit from it. So, but anyway, you know, here's the thing. You know, the, the market's too oversaturated right now with, with, I mean, every type of game, really. I mean, and you're, you're trying to throw, you know, his name on just a battle royale from a, you know, uh, an IP that's already, you know, gone a completely different direction than how it started out. You know, so it's it's just weird to me that you know it's you've got so much to choose from, you know, and. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's like, hey, this is what is making you know these these companies money. But you know, just there's other ways to go around it. You know, there's there's other ways to you know 
you know, make money, I guess. It's just, you've got tons and tons of battle royales, you know, and, and this is just another one I think is going to end up biting the dust eventually, you know. It says indefinitely, it might just be done. Done. They've got so much, even, even Ubisoft as a company has stuff that's, you know, not, you know, unsimilar from it, I guess. Yeah, it's, I don't know, man. They've got like three or four, you know, co-op games coming out. You know, it's just, I don't even know what, what, what is, you know, Heartland or whatever it is. Division Heartland, which yeah, is, Tal, which is saying Division 2. It's, it is kind of weird, right? Because Division 2 was very popular and it was well supported. And then they just kind of, they're kind of like, you know, they could have kept that going and just continued to expand it. And instead... They're like, nah, that that's done. We're gonna make Division Heartland a free to play division, and it's like, aren't they supposed to do one more? Why did you do that? Yeah, what? I think I think they have they have trouble with the games as a service model. Uh, they've not they've never really gotten to that, and and I mean, the, now we're starting to get to the Destiny world, which is the other Fast and Furious of this podcast, the, I, I, <laughs> the other boyfriend dungeon, if you will. Um, <laughs> it, is that like? like De- the Bungie's basically the only developer that has nailed the model of creating that much content that quickly with that high of a like uh quality uh, and 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 other developers who tried it haven't really succeeded but what the division has been successful at is being a great base game as a co-op like games as a service and then kind of after the first year starting to work on something else so i i, I think they've got like one foot in both pools they've got the old model of like just making a game and then you play it and then you put it back on the shelf after you're done with it and then trying to kind of get into the service model which they've never really i mean what what game aside from siege it's about it, it has has lasted more than you know the 12 months after i, I yeah. think wildlands got a little bit of dlc but it was sort of the same thing as division and division yeah division two, two. i mean they, they do a good, good job at expansions sometimes and stuff like that and that's exactly what i meant by it feels like there's two ubisofts it's like they're they're yeah. pulled in two different directions and they don't know they're not fully dedicated to either and so you're getting mediocre stuff out of both whereas yeah you, you mentioned destiny and it's like bungie is not only a massive studio right i mean several hundred people they're dedicated to one project and focused on that project and that's why you get what you get um, whereas yeah, here it's just, projects, yeah. yeah. And to Tao's point too, like they, they announced that extra expansion coming for division two. They're like, yeah, we're not completely done with division two, but it's like a year where nothing's happening in the game. You know, they had yeah. those weekly state of plays and they were doing all this kind of weekly and monthly content. They just they ended just that. And they're like, yeah. And then we're like, we'll have a expansion coming later. And it's like, well, you're going to lose your entire user base by the time you do anything new with that game. I mean, yeah, totally. It's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. That's right. that's that's why so many of these uh, guys die. Like uh, Anthem, you know, it's just you can't turn out the content uh, as quickly as players want to play. That's it. the old Fast and Furious of the yeah. podcast. There was a stretch, Travis, where we mentioned Anthem on every show for like. Oh, really? Year. Yeah, that was our old yeah, one. Yeah. That's that, that, that one. Dollars. I mean, Sitting the Destiny, the Destiny community, <laughs> the Destiny community talks about that game a lot because it's sort of it's one of many cautionary tales in this graveyard of games of a service yeah. you know destiny killers that just didn't pan out and they all they all tell a different like lesson of like why this is hard to, to avengers is another one and i think yeah, avengers is tough yeah i well one question i want to ask you guys funny enough you brought up anthem is avengers is seeing kind of a resurgence now because they've continued to polish the game and on game pass apparently you know a few million more people are playing it yeah. if if anthem came out last year 
do you think uh, that could see a similar thing due to Game Pass? Because remember, Game Pass wasn't really big when Anthem was starting to die. It needed those players. It would have been funny to see what Anthem would do now with a service like Game Pass behind it. I don't think it would have because it Mar- the, the Avengers has the advantage of being a Marvel product where there's just a way bigger like brand awareness of like sure. people are like, oh yeah, I want to play as the Marvel. So they have that going for them. And the other thing is that Marvel, uh, the Avengers game has actually been pretty good at putting out content at a regular clip, and Anthem was not good at that. No, like they weren't ready you'd, for it. You'd wait like a year, and you'd get like a, finally an update of something that's going to add to the game, and that's really the crucial thing. To be honest, Destiny had that problem too when it came out. It'd be like three yes. months, you know, between expansions, and then really every a- annual release is when you finally got stuff. But the difference was back then they were the only game in town, and they didn't give up. They like plugged away for like three three and a half years before they finally got to the point where players were like all right this is this is the game that we wanted it to be uh and i i think it's really tough to like swallow that pill for like three years not even knowing if you're going to be able to recreate what destiny did and a lot of people give up like pretty much all of them i mean there's really no competitors out there that do the exact same thing so yeah i think, yeah, I think Anthem, with, with another year of work like just no not released not working as the game is out like they had a whole other year of development the development yeah and and yeah. you know and then launched on game pass i think it would have done better i don't yeah. think if they would have stuck it's to not it. going to be a destiny killer by any means but because it had like i said we, we loved the gameplay was awesome it was it was, it was great, good content yeah, yeah it was, was content. no content yeah like hey so I, I, don't, I don't even remember that campaign that's how like that's how much it wasn't game. good it wasn't, oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. it wasn't good no and it was Did you broken. review that it was, it was broken for me uh i don't remember i don't know who oh. reviewed anthem i don't know if we I did. I, did i i i sat you did uh, really Dan? i think so i think it was when we were like the last really person short. i would have expected to review against I, I, I can find it right now on the site but um bert and mm-hmm. i at e3 2018 when they debuted that we were there we were in the presentation with the producer i forget his name now of that and when they first showed the mission where you fight that giant creature in the cave and everything i was like oh my god this game's gonna be amazing you know we were all blown away um turns out that mission with the with the giant crab thing was about the best thing in the game and there was also about like a fifth of the content yes i mean there wasn't much else so like uh, god it's just a shame but um how do we get on anthem again good lord uh so a couple other things i want to touch on we got uh courtesy of jazz over windows you all right? Yeah, you said a couple. I was like, yeah, we've we've had some good conversation on other things. Um, but I want yeah. to touch on Avowed, which give it uh, a seven, just real quick. I did. Did you really give it a seven? Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Classic Fantastic. seven. Seems high. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about. the season. I don't know the season gaming review scale, but at, at IGN, seven means good. It means it means good, on, good, honorable. It means honorable yeah. for us. I would have thought I went back a, later and like you honorable. Like a year, That's the like word a, you guys used to describe yeah. seven. Yep. What like it? Was, it what like it? Like there, it, it, there it was an attempt. Shame when it, when it <laughs> public? Like, Look, we're honorable? not it. We're not as uh, creative as IGN with good. Good. 
but everyone <laughs> understands what good is. You tell well, me it is honorable. Is, we, like, well, we cater to a it, different does audience. Does it open okay. doors for elders? What is what does honorable mean? <laughs> Look, I don't understand. Just because you cater the lowest common denominator, that's oh not what we do here. God. That's not what we do here. Well, you you carry to a non-existent common <laughs> denominator. There's no one who wants their game to be described as honorable. That's insane to me. Well, maybe you could just go and read what honorable means on our site, and then you'd understand. Oh my God, yeah. I've actually I've been on your site one time. Because that's that's a good that, plug thank you yeah thank you because, because you built it in wordpress and i went on and I was like, <laughs> oh man this site is built in wordpress is what yes, I it can is. Tell. yeah it's great are you that was, that was the beginning you know that was before the complete lack of anything else came after because it was all this promised content and stuff and we got none of it so can i yeah. can i can i just interrupt this to make a stupid joke mm -hmm. But and a seven for Anthem on season gaming is great because you know the game is honorable because it committed seppuku. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Moving on. We're moving on. Um, moving on to Avowed. So uh, uh, Jazz over at Windows Central uh, kind of broke some news on Avowed, which is Obsidian's upcoming kind of AAA first person RPG. You know, it's gotten a lot of comparisons to Skyrim. Um, but uh, from what we've heard and what we've seen is uh, Avowed is going to be Obsidian kind of at their best. Like full budget, full resources. This is their top game in development. And Obsidian, from an RPG perspective, is definitely, um, you know, their top tier. They're, they're just way up there. So what they could create here, uh, I think a lot of people are excited for. So if you weren't already aware, Avowed is based on the Pillars of Eternity um, kind of universe. And some of the new things that uh, he kind of commented on was that, um, you know, uh, spells are going to have a, a big um, a big play in this game. So everything you saw in an original debut with like the spell casting is going to play a big part. Um, there's going to be weapon enchanting, enchanted swords, frozen arrows, etc. cetera. Uh, they may also have guns uh, similar to muskets that are found in the original two titles. Um, combat seems to be more loadout based than Elder Scrolls. So mm -hmm. mountains of spells, a gigantic list. Warriors will have a ton of physical attacks, swordplay, kicks, shield bashing. Uh, casters will have a ton of spellbook options. Um, so that the build-out kind of aspect of it sounds really cool, kind of more dynamic and more deep than, say, Skyrim. And then in terms of the world, it says it's a far more colorful game than what you may imagine. Uh, more reminiscent of, say, Outer Worlds, but in a, a broader world. So uh, luminescent cave mushrooms, forests, flora, you know, hulking temples and, and buildings and structures too. So uh, this game just seems to be, um, oh, sorry, one more thing too, that uh, you're going to be able to swim. So obviously water will play a role. Destructible environments, um, you know, using fire spells to light things up and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it just sounds like this is, um, Skyrim gets a lot of love, obviously. For many people, Skyrim is one of their, their favorite games of all time. Um, and, but it's 10 years old now, right? Or 11 years old, 10 years, 10 years old. Um, and so, you know, you go back and play that game. It's still fantastic, but there's a lot of things current, you know, current games can do kind of broader. And it sounds like a valid is going for those things. So if they nail, nail what we're hearing here in terms of gameplay and environments, and then also have a solid story, which Obsidian's very good at, mm -hmm. uh, this could be, this could really, really be something special. Um, yeah. and, and according to the report, both him Clobriel, a few other kind of Xbox guys have said that, you know, this is, it's early, early alpha, but it is in a playable state. So I don't think this game is, you know, like 2025, right? I think we're going to see this game uh, sooner than uh, maybe, you know, maybe 2023. It's their They've actually shown gameplay. Yes, exactly. So, a small clip, but yeah. 
I think with Starfield being their big RPG mm -hmm. for next year, I could see a Valve being their kind of big RPG for 2023. And, and just, you know, looking at Probably it from spring, today's perspective. Spring 2023, that's my guess. Okay. Yeah. Because it seems too far away. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. And, oh, yeah. Before I continue, uh, I, I was joking about only being on the site once. Obviously, I've, I, I've actually read <laughs> articles. I was, I was joking in case anybody in the comments or watching this video later is like, wow, Travis hates season games. Um, no. Uh, oh, uh, I, I'm excited for this one. I, I had no idea it was in the Pillars of Eternity uh, world. And I don't know if there was any way for us to know that, like if there were any hints no, to that. No, they said it. They've said they, it. they said it before. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just totally missed that before the the jazz article this week. But um, that definitely makes me want to go and play the Pillars of Eternity games because I have gotten partway through and unsuccessfully uh, tried to get through the entire games of both of the Pillars of Eternity uh, games, and and I, I I I need to go just go through them. Especially they're amazing games, but they're very. They're very old school Western they're RPG, clunky. right? Clunky, yeah, they're yeah, just RPGs. But I love clunky RPGs. It's just, it's really for me, it's the time sink. Like, yeah, they'll be like, uh, I'll get in and I'll get like 30 hours into the game. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I get a review that I have to dive into or like some big game comes out and I just never get to go back to it. And then when I do go back to it, I'm like, oh, I don't remember what I was doing. Time to start. Yeah, start all over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's the brutal part of these games. I just need to sit down and like <laughs> full commit and get through all uh, both of the games before. So. Mm. Yeah, let me get the super chat, Dan, before you comment. Yeah. Mariano Papa, the Pampa, need here. Five dollar, ten dollar Pampa today. Good morning, gents. Thank you for the Sunday entertainment. Everyone, hit that like button. How much money to have Dan stream a scary game? Big cast after dark. <laughs> Am I wearing a shirt? Halloween episode. That's what we should bring idea. back, Dan. That's what we should bring back. Except for yeah. now, we'll we'll have we'll do it on this platform. You can mm -hmm. we can stream your gameplay live, and and um, Travis and I can comment on it. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. You know what I should do is just start streaming my counters to uh, my in-laws' house. That would be scary. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a good time. So, <laughs> thank you, yeah, Papa. Let's, Appreciate it, brother. Next time, Papa and I've been crushing Rocket League with Elu lately, man. I'm just playing it multiple nights per week. Just tons of Rocket League. Yeah, I saw your uh, your tweet about it. Did you? I don't know if you're joking. I can't remember if I tweeted about it or your, not. Your tweet about the uh, t uh, the team name. Oh yeah. What was the team name? <laughs> Let's just say that uh, Rocket League has some moderation issues. Yeah. So, years, yeah. So. The literally the team names you see in Rocket League are some of the like most despicable human beings on the planet. Uh -huh. Like it, it's just horrific, and it's like, how has Epic Games and Psionics not done something to combat these team names? Like, come on, it's twenty twenty one, man. Get it together. Oh, so somebody else had. Yeah, not all. Like, we're no. just we're just SG, you know. Where, I okay. mean, that's all we are. But yeah, that's, the team that's names. Republic. The team name is they have a secret team name that is super offensive i have to figure out i, I have muted Bad. too many words i think i've muted like the and like so i see nothing anymore nothing yeah you blame maybe, maybe it has to do with your vision you said yeah. you need two glasses <laughs> no like, i got the giant you know lettering on there like 42 size font on yeah it's messages. humongous yeah humongous. they matches that agree the rocket league games are <laughs> effed up yep yeah. so, um, so i i saw this article yeah you linked it to me um <laughs> it, it looks amazing i mean i, I think it's going to be about as one of my most highly anticipated games yeah uh, going forward uh is it has it? Been, 
Yeah, I mean, it I, is for I, me I, too. I, it's way up there. I, I thought you might just hate RPGs or something. I never can no, tell with you. I, I mean, you just, hey, you just I don't have to deal with Nolan anybody else. earlier. It's I have no perfect. idea what to expect from you. Oh my gosh, don't get me started again. Okay, anyway, <laughs> so so like this is. I mean, it's going to check all the boxes for me. It's you know, it, it sounds like the combat's very interesting. It's got a, it's from Obsidian. I, I hear Christopher Nolan's writing it. Well, then yeah. I am out. And it's <laughs> you know what you should do, Ains? Let it's okay to let him review games for your site, but have a separate scoring system for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, like, I and like, put all of his other opinions on all the other topics next to all of his reviews as a sidebar, so people know who they're talking to. Right? I think oh. that's important. Listen, man, you can't. I, I just keep it real. You know, that's all it is. I think you can have an honorable personal life. Yeah. He's still on this. He's still on this. <laughs> I, don't know what it is. Yeah. I mean, more information would be nice. You know, it's probably what, 2023, 2024 game? I think 23, yeah. personally. We'll 23. see. I mean, we've got so much down the pipe, you know, you know, Xbox does. So there's there's a lot of stuff coming. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to not have to pay for it. So that's the best. <laughs> How long yeah, it's... Have? So as part of this week where, you know, we know Fable and Avowed and Starfield and right. And then, you know, all the other kind of games that um, Xbox has announced that they're working on. They came out and said, we've they we've only seen less than half of their projects for first party, which is crazy. Because Have we seen that compulsion game yet? No. Gosh, I have no idea. Man. No, it's supposed to be uh, darker third person action adventure, but, you know, darker toned, um, which That's sounds great. Cool where compulsion can live because they're nope. great. I still think whatever game they, they have next is going to really, really surprise some people. I'm very the confident. Game, the last they, game had potential. It's, it's launch model is just wrong. Like they, should, they shouldn't have done a preview. They should, they should have released it when it was fully done and just been like, this is the game. Cause yes. the, the model they used for that type of game is like, yeah, <laughs> it was but, one of those, feet in yeah. both camps like they tried this cool yeah the story totally. and it's really good but then they tried this weird survival thing like in it and that just didn't work well they should have gone I, full just yeah i i think that could have worked i just think that they needed to show us the completed game because it's such a it's such a weird not immediately like understood type of game that it's even weirder if you're playing it when it's not fully completed and it's like yeah. they, they just the model was all wrong man I, yeah. I still think that game could have been great it, it absolutely could have. Yeah, very good story in it. Um, more touching than you would imagine. Like, it's actually a very touching story in that game. Did you um, beat it? Yeah. I, 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 I reviewed it and beat it. Yeah. Nice. I didn't get through it. But, uh, yeah, I, I really liked what I saw. Um, aside from, you know, it felt like I was playing an early access game. And I was like, yes, they, should, they, they sure shouldn't did. have done it this way. They shouldn't have done it this way. Yeah. It, it's a shame because there's so few people who did beat it. And, like I said, the story's really touching. And I don't want to say it because... It ruins like you wouldn't expect the story to be what it is based on what you're playing in the game at the start. So it's cool. interesting. Um, anyway, guys, last thing we're going to touch on today is the Xbox Series X mini fridge, baby. Mm. It's coming. It's coming. It's Pre-orders. It is 99 bucks and it holds a full 12 pack they showed. <laughs> so Gosh. people Vertical? were like, you have to stack them or I think it's like two two vertical and then you can roll a couple in the top so it's probably like it's probably like four four or i don't know five i don't know i don't know but well yeah how'd that work for it can't be four 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 so <laughs> we're doing the math on it but it uh you know the pictures are online and the pre-orders go live tuesday uh as you're listening to this so Only on the at target on the 19th it Only is target, target exclusive That's in the weird. u.s in the u.s 
I think I think it's because it's such a weird niche product. They had to come up with some sort of like retailer deal to make it Probably a marketing deal. This this, this is a, sold meme. Out in a this second. is a meme that they're turning into like a product, mm. and you can't you can't do that at scale. Like who knows how plausible this actually is. So yeah, I was gonna get one originally, but now I'm just like I don't know where the hell I put it. Right next to your uh, Series X. That way you get confused of which one's the fridge and which one's the box. I'm not, I didn't know one. So, so Aaron one. Greenberg actually responded to me on Twitter and said, "Oh, it's it's much bigger than a Series X. So it's, yeah, okay. it's uh, yeah, it's going to be a decent size, I think." Yeah, but and his I, eyes don't work, so he still might be confused. Yeah, <laughs> it might look exactly the same. <laughs> I, I literally have a fridge right there. It's like five feet away already with in the basement. But uh, yeah, I'm I don't know where I'm going to put it, but I'm getting one for damn sure. Me too. Mm. Yeah, I'll mm. put it wherever I need to put it. I'm, get, I'm getting that damn box, man. I'm getting yeah. It. I'm, I see a lot of people, and I obviously it's anecdotal, right? And it's kind of on Twitter, but a lot of people are excited about buying this thing. I wonder if they're going to be able to meet demand. Oh, no way. It'll sell it out right away, and then they'll never manufacture there it. There is zero I mean, They're basically chance. doing this as a meme favor because they won, like, best... The Skittles uh, thing. Yeah, they beat Skittles in the best, like, brand. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Is, is, that's there, right. is, there, is there a place... Yeah, Dash said he posted a video of the Series X in a fridge. That's right. The Series X fits inside of it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. I, if only you could run it that way. <laughs> It'll keep you, your Series X cooler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a you got a cool uh cooling case. Chest. Is there like a dimension? Like what the dimensions are anywhere? I haven't. I seen haven't. Anything. I haven't seen it's it. It's an hour dimension. Damn. Yeah. Damn it. I know that. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm excited. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to be paying attention on Tuesday when pre-orders go live. So. Me too. You know what's going to be funny is going to see people freaking scalping Series X mini fridges. Oh, for like that's for sure going to happen. Three hundred yeah. bucks. I'm going to do it. I want them I'm to make a full size fridge. I would, I would consider buying it if they, because you know they produce that that full size one. They made three of them. Yeah, yeah, they made three of them. I, I, if they produce that, I'd be like, I might buy that because I <laughs> happen to need. I happen to have an older fridge. You know, yeah. Why not? Oh, if, they, if they made it, it was a proper fridge size that fit in standard fridge. Yeah, yeah. Bases. Oh, I'd buy one instantly, no doubt. Yeah, easy, yep. easy purchase. Yep. Um. Yeah, this will be funny though. I, I can't wait to see what happens with it. Right, we need to coordinate, Ains. Uh, we'll both get on there. Yeah, yeah. Find out what time. Message me. You can piss your buddy off. Say you scalp ten of them. You know. Yeah. Like I was <laughs> gonna do with that OLED switch. <laughs> I'm gonna buy six of them. <laughs> You, I don't know if you were here on the show at that time, Travis. Dan jokingly said on BitCast, like, I'm going to buy six OLED switches and then scalp them. And one of the guys who watched our show was got so mad and started screaming at Dan and then said he's never watching BitCast again. And it was like, um, wow. Clearly, he was being sarcastic. Like, calm yeah. down. <laughs> Sarcasm, people don't get it. Yeah, I actually yeah. started, know, I, I know somebody who is a scalper. And and makes like those bots to do it, and I'm just, every time I talk to him and he brings it up, I'm like, you're the worst. Like, yeah, just g- give me his name and address. I'll I'll let I'll give him the Sarko in the chat. We'll he's a good guy, him. but that one part about he's him, not going to be like, for long. Stop, like, <laughs> just don't do that. No, don't. He's like, that's how I make money. I sell things. I'm like, you don't create anything. You're, like, <laughs> you're a parasite. Oh, so as we're as we're getting ready to close the show about. Half an hour ago, Xbox Game Studios Publishing official account tweeted out, we're excited to kick off something special tomorrow. Just give us one more day to prepare the chickens. So it seems like a Fable reference. Um, hmm. I wonder if it we're going to get some... definitely a Fable reference. Yeah, I mean, what else would they refer to with chickens, right? So uh, are we going to get some Fable news tomorrow? That could be cool. That'd be awesome. My yeah. guess? My guess? Go for it. 
Minecraft. Fable content in Forza 5. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's my guess. Because they've done it with Halo. They've made references to other games in the past. I think it's probably too early to show anything from Fable because we still haven't seen any yeah. gameplay. Great. And and I don't think the timing, I don't think they would start to show Fable before Forza Horizon 5 comes out. Yeah, like driving through Albion or something. <laughs> I think it might just be a mission, maybe a side mission, maybe Albion, maybe Albion DLC. I don't know if they would do they announce the expansion before the main game's out, but I think maybe uh, something like that, maybe some sort of chicken chaser mission. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think people expecting like five minutes of Fable gameplay to come out on a random Monday is, is not going to happen at this point in time. It's too big so of a me, too big of a game to just drop like that. Let so. me set your low expectations of Fable content in Forza, and then if you get anything else, you can be a little. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. By the way, Mariano yeah. uh, hitting us up with the fridge dimension. So there you Thank go. You. Foot, foot and a half tall, and then nine by, uh, nine, huh? nine by nine on the side. I'm, to, I'm looking at my spot here. Like, where can I put it? So yeah, I think I can thanks, that. Mariano. You're a pretty nice guy for someone who's named after a trench. <laughs> what is happening? You can, you can feel free to get him, Papa. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Jordan, I'm not putting that up on the screen, Jordan. Papa's uh, <laughs> uh, laughing. Jesus. All right, I think that's probably the best comment we can end on because I can't come up with any. I can't come up with anything better than that. So. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun one today, guys. I kind of like just the three of us, honestly. Me too, I like yeah. it. Man, it's, fun. it's fun. It's fun. You know, let us know what you guys think in the comments, man. If you like uh, the three amigos here chatting on a Sunday morning, and thanks for joining us. A lot of you have uh, been chatting all morning and here for the whole show, so really appreciate you guys. Um, anyone listening later, of course, we love you. Thanks for all the uh, listens lately, like I said. Um, always do us a favor. I don't say this often, but uh, uh, do us a favor. If you do listen to us, you don't join us live, um, whether you listen on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're at, uh, please give us a review. If you like the show, you know, uh, hook us up with a review. It definitely helps get it out there. Um, so uh, if you, if you would do that, I would appreciate it. So coming this week, I think I mentioned last week, I did sit down with Colin Moriarty. Um, we had a, we had a really, yeah, we actually had a really good show. We um we talked for just under an hour. Um, it was a topic that he changed to, which I thought was a good topic, and we just bounced off each other and had a really good conversation. So he said that's gonna go live early this week. So I'm guessing, you know, tomorrow or Tuesday it'll go live. It is for his Sacred Symbols Plus show, which is I believe his Patreon show. You so it's like a dollar to sign up for his Patreon that you get access to the show. But um, I'd appreciate it if you listen to that because uh, it was a very good conversation on on a topic that I think will be near and dear to people who listen to this show uh, or gamers that have been around for a while, us old guys. Um, but it was funny, Colin and I talking because he's, you know, he's, I think he's a few years younger than me, but we were talking about all kinds of old stuff. Uh, you know, Oh yeah. Gaming. He's old school. He's OG. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's, weird. it's weird that you had mentioned that you and Colin had butted heads in the past because I was thinking about, I was like, they should agree on like everything they have. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm that really surprised me. You guys seem like, I know. I don't think people. butted heads. I think that, you, you know, I, I, I think that he, how he and I, and obviously he's a big, 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 big figure in gaming, right? Um, but I think how he and I kind of approach conversational topics is just different. That's all. Hmm. But I think when you sit us down like he did and we're talking about something that we both love and has history, then it turned into a fantastic conversation, right? Because there, right. there's nothing to debate. It's more of just sharing a love for something, which was really good. And I think it was a good idea by him to do that. So. I still want to see a debate, though. 
No, no, we didn't. He's a good guy. We, 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 actually, at IGN. He's a good we guy. actually talk about, he actually talks about it at the start of the show, why he changed topics and stuff. So it's good. Nice. Good on him. Yeah. Right. I'll listen uh, to it. Yeah. Um, so that'll be out. Uh, Cast Co-op 14 is out on the Season Gaming channel now. If you haven't checked that out, that's me, uh, Mr. Bad Bit, and Insipid Ghost, Luke and Joe, just chatting our, our nonsense. We talked Ubisoft. We talked Kotaku. We talked a few things. Fun show, as always. Check that out. And then uh, this week, I've got a review on this little little thing. So check out this little mini controller. Hmm. Um, it's from GameSir. So I um, I reviewed their Bluetooth controller for phones to play like xCloud with um, a couple months ago. And so they uh, they were like, you want to check out our mini controller? So this connects Bluetooth to the Switch or it's uh, our PC or you can wire it to other consoles. And it's, it's fully featured and functions. Um, so I'm going to be doing a video on this this week if you want to check it out. It's actually a pretty well-made little controller. Um, so good if you're like traveling and want to play stuff on the go. So anyway, guys, Travis, shout it out, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, doing the review of the Rift Breaker. I am going to beat that damn game today. Come hell or high <laughs> water. And uh, hopefully we'll have my review uh, live on IGN.com this week. You can find my reviews, previews and articles on that site. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Tiger Travis. And you can watch a Destiny show I do every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific. If you care at all about Destiny, what's that? You don't. OK, cool. Next. <laughs> nice. um now you guys have have really um just to shout that out real quick but last word um is it's a great show i mean it, it goes without saying abontis and, and cog and you are all great guys um there i think was a you know i'm not a huge destiny guy but the, it felt like there was a gap when fire team chat became um just intermittent right it's not regular yeah. anymore and i think you guys have filled that well it was the right move getting you on there with them because you you bounce off each other well you've had some great guests so it's it's cool it's cool to see Someday so. I'm going to get you on the show and I'm just going to have you explain your experience as a casual person who pops in and out. I'm and down. Because we don't have that perspective at all on the show. Like it's yeah. all us like super deep in it. And sometimes we'll talk to a casual player and they'll be like, I don't understand everything. We'll be like, wow, I forgot how crazy this game is for somebody who's not like neck deep. So that'll be that game goal. is is so far like that. I played, like I said earlier this year, whenever the Series X upgrade mm. came out. Yeah. I got back into it for a few weeks Beyond and played, played the heck out of it, right? Beyond Light, thank you. Um, whenever that came out, right? And I went back to it a few weeks ago, and I was lost again. I was like, I got no clue what the hell's going on. Um, yeah, it's just there's so much in it. But anyway, all right, Dan, we'll see you here next week. Boom. <laughs> That's a shout That's out. Me. Yep. That's my shout um, out. And look forward to, uh, yeah, a bunch of reviews in the works right now, too. Uh, Back for Blood. Um, like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy is coming. Um, a few others as well, so stay tuned. But uh, always, Are you reviewing Back for Blood, Ains? No, Mama, our community manager, is actually reviewing that, which will be her Ooh. first review for the site. So, nice. Yeah. But Good she's luck to uh, you. Yeah, she's um, working on a, a book as well in her spare time. So she's actually writing a book, um, soon to be author. So it's, it's great. We have... We have some really great writers. It's it's really a, a joy to have people that write so well for the site. It's cool. I hope her book is about how to crush your first video game review. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and with that, we are out, guys. Thank you, as always. That was Big Cast at 175. Love all you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. Peace.